Welcome to Power Playthrough, the Power Rangers podcast brought to you with love and respect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My name is Dan. My name is Freddie. And we watched some Power Rangers, but I want to set the I scene. That with a little fun behind it. So yeah. A little spicy. I want to I wanna just like well, paint a little all those picture taquitos. for you. Yeah. 7-Eleven functions. <laughs> Living like it's February 16th, 1994. And that was the date that Reign of the Jellyfish, directed by Terrence H. Winkless, Mm -hmm. uh, that's the date that that was released. Yeah. Winkless, he did a previous episode. He did did the previous episode and he did the next episode. Okay. Winkless, you're doing all right, man. You're doing all right. Winkless was on on a little bit of a roll. Yeah. Winkless actually hits with some of our favorite episodes, too. So, which, let's talk a little bit about this episode, the jellyfish one. Okay, well, this this is another episode that really stuck out to me. Uh, as, Coming as, out from the Freddy mixtape. Yeah, 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 exactly. Freddy mixtape. VHSs that were hot fire of mine that had all kinds of... Them recorded VHSs yeah, with those '90s commercials. Pick one out, yeah. You may get, you know, you may get a Halloween '94, right? And yeah. then you then you watching like uh, Return to Oz and Disney's Halloween Special, the the magical world of Disney's Halloween Special. But Halloween '94, do you mean Halloween Havoc? Ha- no, 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 no. Okay, no, no. Just it, that would be like on the tape. It'd be a sticker, and it would say. Just kind of what it is, but more very general. Yeah. So it'd be like Halloween this year, and this is what we recorded for Halloween this year. Yeah. And that's just one of Freddie's tapes that he watches, and I'm sure that he watches around Christmas. <laughs> that he watches incessantly. I remember I watched every one of those tapes like a lot. There's some weird combinations. Also, my dad did the same thing, and that was like the first time I saw I would see certain movies. Like the first time I saw Aliens was mm-hmm. on one of my dad's VHSs, and and for the longest time, it wasn't until I was a teenager I just skipped over the first half of that tape to get to Aliens. But there was something else on I didn't realize, and it was the movie The Warriors. Oh, so it was The Warriors and Aliens on that tape, and it was that's of course awesome. of course uh, set to long play because that's how you get the most out of the VHS. Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Um, That's how you get eight hours of footage. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah, I didn't watch The Warriors until I was a teenager, but it was on there the whole time. And here we are having a VHS podcast, not a Power Rangers one. I haven't said anything about the episode, but this is one of my favorite ones. Like Dan well, said, this was on a VHS. It's actually good that you're talking about these old tapes because we start this with mm-hmm. a time capsule, which is kind yeah. of what this podcast yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're unearthing the uh, the the past. Yeah, that's a good way. Twenty five years later. Yeah. So that's that's how we start on Miss Applebee's class. And she's yeah, back. She yeah, she's around. So she ain't ill anymore. Yeah. Kaplan ain't covering for her. She's not on her girls' vacation to Cancun. 
it's 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 good that Kaplan isn't covering her because he doesn't have the uh, temperament. Uh, she doesn't really have tact either when it comes to our favorite boys. I guess so. I guess so. Well, no one gives them the time of day, you know? I don't think anyone wants to deal with them. Not no even one, Skull's parents. No one wants to take responsibility. Yeah, that's interesting, too. We get, um, Yeah, we open up with Miss Alphabet's class, and we have the time capsule. It's, I, I remember it always visu- visually was visually striking to me it always stuck out because it's just it's just like a capsule you know it's just like, like a it's clear like circle clear yeah it's a clear capsule like it's and um the rangers just go up one by one putting in things to represent their time and first one up is jason and he puts in a trophy and of course he does he says it's the first trophy he won and it's kind of a small trophy so I don't think it was a first place trophy, and that was the real reason he wanted to get rid of it. Hmm. I like that. Yeah, deep, yeah. I thought deeper about that than I did, but he says that uh, it's just a representation of what you can do when you like take care of your body and you know and strive and all that. Yeah, that's really cool. Could get um, third place. Kimberly's up next, and she has some clothes saying saying to show off the fashion in the future. What what our fashion was then, and you made a good point. That stuff's still in now, or back in now. Yeah, what she was putting in there, I've yeah, I've I've seen in twenty five years later, it's about the nineties again. Yeah, that's how it works. So, but uh, who's up next? Trini? Yeah, Trini's up next, right? Uh, no, Miss Appleby's up next. Trini asks Miss Appleby, does she have something to put into the time capsule? No, no, because we, no, no, she's last. Miss Miss Appleby's last because nope, because we do the Why? picture of the Power Rangers. Really? She's yeah. up next? That's a weird order. We do the picture of the Power Rangers, and then Billy shows the off picture, his... The picture of the Power Rangers. Yeah, then the... Zach puts in his CD. Yeah, he has a... Because he wants uh, to show off the slamming tunes. He said that's always like a good um, representation of the time, is the contemporary music. Which is very true. It is very, very true. He is on point with that. But yeah, he puts in CD. Uh, Billy puts in a computer that he made himself... Just to show how which it, is actually just like a Texas Instruments T thirty five, is which is an expensive yeah. calculator he's throwing in there, but he's saying that to show off how advanced their technology was back then is like, even as you said that Billy, that kind of you knew you were wrong, like with it that it was just structured poorly. N- like, no, like, he was not wrong. It was how advanced his technology okay, was. Okay, all right. I guess I'm looking at it. I'm hearing it in a different way because I'm like. No, yeah. he he stated it as our technology because he didn't want. I them guess to I would have said to say. To, I guess I would have said to show where our technology is at the time. Yeah, but he's not wrong in what he's. You're right. You're like technically he's not wrong in what he's saying. Um, yeah, he throws in that, and then Trini throws in today's um, newspaper. Today's newspaper. Which we don't get to see the headline of, unfortunately. It just says, like, Angel Grove. We know what it says. Yeah, we know what it says. It says, tires running (laughs) rampant in our town. Yeah. Uh, Movie theater open till 2.30 today. Yeah. Um, It's always something about tires. It's always something about tires. Like, maybe maybe you get, like, a good one. And, you know, new new park made of entirely out of tires. Yeah, nobody... Everyone tries not to invoke his name, but they always do. Yeah. (laughs) Um... So hard. Yeah, and then uh well our boys our boys come into the picture and uh they got sandwich stuff. They got sandwich supplies. And you know what? 
was a Subway employee deemed a sandwich artist at this point? No, not at all. Okay, because I equate what these boys do when they are creating the bulk witch. The bulk witch, The beginning of sandwich artistry. I feel like the CEO of Subway decided he wanted to start his own Power Rangers podcast, except he wasn't doing three episodes at a time. He was like... We could we could just go through this whole season at once, <laughs> uh, and he that's, watched that's, the whole thing. Yeah, and he was just gonna man. Go that's with. smart. That's yeah. real smart. I mean, you, you end up only with you know twenty five episodes, but maybe if they're really no, he wanted to just get through Mighty Morphin. He wanted to break okay. Down. So he Mighty Morphin really wanted to Mighty Morphin season one's done one episode. Yeah, maybe that's a good choice. <laughs> Guess what? It happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the whole episode. Um, but, but he saw Bulk and Skull make the sandwich. Mm-hmm. And he was like, that is just true finesse and artistry. Those boys are real sandwich artists. And then the light bulb went He's off. He's like, did I head. just say sandwich artist? And he said, don't call them. What, what did they call Subway employees before? I don't know, man. The but homeless? Uh, yeah, like, uh, <laughs> what do you find on the Subway? <laughs> he Vag- said. Vagrants? <laughs> We Come on call- down to Subway and have one of our specialty vagrants make you your sandwich your way. Come on down hey, to pepper, come pepper on down to so- Subway and one of our certified homeless will put three <laughs> slices of ham on your sandwich and eat two of them in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> but it is. It's just like I don't know what they called the Subway workers because I remember Subway used to be really appetizing to me. Like, as as a kid, yeah, you know, I I don't know what it was. Does does it feel like the quality was better back then? Did you have Subway? I don't know. I was a really picky eater, and like I was too. Uh, I was always still kind of am. My father always made me feel weird about ordering a sandwich the way I wanted to order it, which was ham and cheese and bread, and that's it. Okay. So I didn't want to go to Subway. And be like, yeah, can I please have uh, a ham and cheese? Anything else? No. Yeah. I said everything that I'd like on the sandwich. Exactly. In those words. Yeah. And uh, so you so you just... I would always get the meatball because you didn't have to get anything else on it because it's meatball and marinara. And that's always tasted the same. That's true. I mean, you can't really... They can't really do much to that. Yeah. But... Yeah, Subway, I felt like, was of higher quality back then. But I've, same thing with Little Caesars. Remember Pizza Well, Bo- do you remember Little Caesars used to be a real chain? Yeah, yeah, no. And then they changed the game. Yeah. They fell on hard times, and they're like, why don't like, we just sell this pizza for five bucks? Domino's and the Hut yeah. are still doing this, like, $22 pizza yeah. delivery in 30 minutes. Yeah. Uh, why don't we just say... No more delivery. We're going to cut out that form of, like, like we're not going to pay anybody yeah. for that. Yeah. Let's just open up a spot on every corner in every neighborhood that's just, like, slightly downtrodden. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Low-income kind of area. Yeah. Yeah. Let's only make two things. You know what? We'll make more than two things, but we'll charge more for anything other than these two things. And the top two flavors of pizza, cheese... And pepperoni, it's five dollars. 
we've always you, got 30 on hand. Yeah, you get them anytime, so the hot and ready thing was done. Yeah, $5, come get your pizza they blew, they blew, They blew the doors open, man. That that. Is there a documentary on Little Caesars? Because I feel like there should be, because that's an incredible success story. You know what? There will be coming to mammothgame.com <laughs> eventually. Yeah. Um, that's incredible. What were we talking about, Subway? We, we were talking, talking about, about the Bulk Witch. Oh, yeah, the Bulk Witch. The Bulk Witch and the artistry that's put into the Bulk Witch. So these boys come in with a stack of ingredients. Mm-hmm. A bu- it looks like a bunch of cold cuts. It looks like a bunch of cold cuts. And, and they and put the... sauces in the sque- the Subway. Yeah, yeah they, have, yeah, they have the little condiment bottles. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have, like, tomato lettuce, all that. And they just go at it. And it's kind of, it's played in high speed and... It's really frenetic. And you know what? These boys, they come in and they're like, we've decided to make for you an ode to the king, the bulk witch. <laughs> this, yeah, I guess I should have stated that. They didn't just come in and start making a sandwich. They're making a sandwich for the, the, time, for the capsule. time capsule. And, uh, which is obviously a terrible idea because don't put that thing in there. Yeah, especially <laughs> with Kimberly's clothes. Someone's going to wear gonna those. Be, yeah, that thing's going to be opened in... In 25 years, was it? 100 years. Oh, they said 100 years? They said 100 years. What's this? I feel like What's they... the standard for time capsules? I thought it was I like 25 years. I thought it was like 25 years. to 50 years. Because as I was telling you as we were watching this, Nickelodeon one's actually coming up here pretty soon. And um look forward to that because... I'm a child. Because you don't remember 25 years ago? No, I remember, like, they put in the... We did a podcast about 25 years they ago. Put in, they put in, um, so, I remember it, because they had uh, Mike O'Malley, you know, the uh, Guts yeah. dude? Yeah, I know Had Mike him O'Malley. and some star of the day. I want to say uh, Jesse from Full House. I mean, Uncle Jesse from Full House is not a star of the day. Or okay, excuse me. A- He's a- still a star. Yeah, no, he absolutely. You're right. You're right. I'm just, if I'm you just wanted saying. To say a star oh, of the day, but, I would but, say hey, Dave. It's Coulier. the same thing with the advanced technology stuff. I wasn't incorrect. You know, it's a star of the day because he was a star of the day. Yeah, he's still a star of now. John, he, star of all is time. A treasure. Means, yeah. <laughs> if he's a star of all time, that means he's a star of that day. He you made know what I mean? Rebecca Romain for but a little I bit. I think that's who it was. And Michael Malley was putting in a bunch of crap, and like they they're they're taping the whole the whole thing. And part of the, the gimmick was that tape in that home recorder was going in there too, and and Mike couldn't get it out, so he just put the whole thing in there. You put so, the whole camera in there. Yeah, the whole camcorder's in there, uh, along with uh, probably something of Michael Jordan, right? And hopefully a guts trophy. Oh, you mean part of the aggro crack? No. Yeah. No way, you can't. Could, I don't think it was big enough for that. Yeah, so the bulk witch, which is going to the castle, the boys are making it. They're uh, mm-hmm. slapping those meats on there. There's like a lot of meat on it. This I mean, is, it's the bulk witch. This is a this is a gag witch. This is six dollars because this is double double meat at some. Did you see how long that thing was too? Yeah, it was a. It was definitely the sandwich that you usually get from Porta Subs. Yeah. The one that they got to cut in two? That you usually get. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I don't eat a porta subs. It's yeah, the one no, that no, you you're get. right. You're right. You're right. I love porta subs, man. Um, There's always just a family well, working porta back subs, there. Porta subs has an amazing. So that. This is weird because I wanted to ask this on the last um, podcast when I was thinking of 
when we record. I don't know why, because I didn't know what episodes were coming up, and I don't know what was going to happen. But I was going to ask you, why isn't mayo mustard mix sold? Why were you going to ask that on the Power Rangers podcast? I don't know. I'm I'm shrugging. Because uh, I don't think mustard needs to be refrigerated, and mayo does. Yeah, mustard doesn't, mayo does, but like it doesn't harm mustard refrigerated. Is there something that happens with it? I'm saying that because Porta Subs has, they have the science, they have it down to a science, the mayo mustard mix. Do they make their mayo and mustard in-house? That's the question. I don't know, but they just have one of those frosting spreaders, Yep, and they mm-hmm. just lay it on there. Let me tell you something about the last time I went to Porta Subs with Freddie, is that there was an entire family in the back room of the Porta Subs. We heard a baby crying, but we were the only people in there. And then uh, a woman came in, and she yelled at the man that was making Freddy's sandwich. And then they stopped making Freddy's sandwich. Another man came out of the back to finish it. They went in the back and then came out with three kids and left. Yeah, and they're all in uniform. Yeah, the children, too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It was insane. Last time I was there, which was was with uh, Tony. Tondar. Tondar, yeah. Um our eyes burned because they were making some kind of soup, like they have a soup of the day thing, mm-hmm. and it was oniony, and we were having problems. Like, it was like, I was at Ozfest before, and um, the crowd got tear gassed. Yeah. And this was worse. Like, <laughs> like this was terrible. Like, like, it was just in that line, and I couldn't, I couldn't really open my eyes, but I wanted my sandwich. I wanted my number seven. Mm-hmm. Which is a roast beef and provolone, and so I muscled through it. But there's some funny things going on. It's the same same no, port yeah, subs. It's the only port of subs. The, in well, town. Like, yeah, yeah, I guess. Like, I mean, if we're going to port of subs with Tony, which one am I going to? You know, like it's the, the one, one by, by the defunct. I got Toys one by my house, but it closes at like four thirty for whatever reason. <laughs> I don't know. They're all independently owned, I guess, and it's just weird. Mayo mustard mix. I think you should. Why isn't that on shelves? Maybe maybe that's... You know what? <laughs> you can get your own mayo mustard mix from mainwithkingmerch.com or mainwithking.com slash merch. Yeah, see, these boys are making their own mayo, mayo mustard mix uh, right there on the spot. And uh, Skull gets a little overzealous with it. Look at that wave pattern it has. We have the devil. You know what? It. Huh? But yeah, Skull gets a little overzealous with it and just lays it down on bulk. He comes with a, like, he does a run, he does a run with it, so starting at the back of the sandwich, squeezing that condiment bottle, and then in a... He goes for a flourish. Yeah, and but he does three of them. Yeah. Back to back to back. And just spladow, spladow, spladow on, on bulk. And now he's there with, 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 <laughs> just, just That one mayo. was ranch. That one oh, was that one was ranch? ranch? That one was ranch, yeah. okay. There were some specks in it. Uh, and then everyone laughs yeah. at him. Boys, I don't think that's going to work. Yeah. And Jason says something jerkish. Yeah, it's a real jerk move. I don't know what he said. But I, uh, yeah, but... We but I made were... a real comment about it. Yeah, I remember it was real rude of him. And I mean, the boys are trying to contribute. Like, they're not doing something bad here. They just thought this would work. And since, you know, they aren't the smartest kids, yeah. uh, this doesn't work. Yeah, this doesn't work. They don't know that. They don't know that, like, why you can't put a sandwich in the ground for 25 years or they've never 100 had, years. They've never had a sandwich last longer than 25 seconds in front of them. That's true. So 
That's true. They don't know how long a sandwich lasts. Yeah, bulk bulk throws down. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's the end of that segment. Twenty three uh, minutes into the podcast. <laughs> 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 that's, that's the end of that segment, and they uh, they are um, so we get a little Rita action. We go up at her palace, and um, she wants to be. She doesn't think the Power Rangers want to be remembered. She should be remembered. It, it, the most petty crap. Like there's no real plan, Re- like because because <laughs> the monster doesn't really come in at this point. No. It comes in. She asks to make a monster. She asks to make a monster, but her whole plan. Is is to get her picture in that time capsule instead of the Power Rangers? Yeah, so she sends down some putties, squat, because, and Babu. Yeah, because the Rangers are are burying the time capsule, and there's like a marker in the park that says "time capsule oh, here." And the reason that they get to bury the time capsule is because oh they, yeah 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 they have, they have the, the highest grades in the class. I mean, it's believable. Yeah, they got Billy as a friend. Yeah, they got Billy <laughs> as a friend. He has a hookup. Like, and then Trini as well. She's yeah, she's, she's almost as smart as Billy. Yeah, she's just low-key about it. But What's uh, crazy is she's actually probably the most well-rounded ranger out of all of them. Mm-hmm. Because she's almost as smart as Billy. Her yeah. technique yeah. included with her intelligence, which we find out. Couple episodes down the road, yeah, makes her just as powerful as Zach and Jason. Yeah, yeah. Uh, her training makes her almost as agile as Kimberly. Yeah, like she really is. Yeah, she really is like a good spread. Yeah, like, she um, is um, the. She's like the best ranger. Yeah, if you had the, the little uh, I forgot what that grass called, but it's used it's in every a, fighting game. Yeah, the Pentagon. Yeah, of the power. Little, yeah, the Pentagon. <laughs> Pentagon of power. Yeah, I'll go with that. And like, yeah, she. Even, like, she has the Pentagon, and then she has a slightly smaller Pentagon in it, because just evenly spread across her. Yeah. Maybe a little sharp at the technique part, because that's her most proficient uh, ability. But, um, yeah, they get to bury it, because they're, the, they're the, the good kids with the best uh, best grades. And so, when they're burying it, come down the putties, come down uh, Squat and Babu, and... Uh, so, really good fight. Yeah. But, really uh, good fight. We, it's a really good fight, and we get combat by Mr. Wasserman. And is it so, combat or is it fight here? It's combat. Oh, it's okay. Combat. The okay. first two episodes, we well, <laughs> we get combat. Like, because, like, the first lyrics we hear is that tick tock, tick Oh, yeah, yeah. That is where this was started. Yeah. Uh, we get combat, and I was telling Dan, like, the set on this man just comes out as like the first song's fight, the second song's combat. It's like yeah, and, uh, these are the same thing. Some but producer, guess what? it works. Some producer may have lipped off to him, and then you know, Wasserman just struck him down. Yeah, because uh, combat. Yeah, this just good, just good. The fight's awesome. Um, I'm loving this. Squat and Babu try to escape. They try to abscond with the time capsule. <laughs> Because they hold it at like knee length. Well, because you know, squat, squat, and they uh, <laughs> and this is what I think is the fa- first appearance of our American. Yeah, we get we get um, Jason Abara. Jason Abara is is in the uh, the baboos. Yeah, and I can't think of another time where we have we've had squat plenty of times, which is yeah easier to do, but yeah, baboo. I was trying to think. I don't think we've ever had American footage, Babu, where it's a 
you know, like a different actor, obviously, in the suit. So I believe that you're right that this is our f first uh, Jason Abar. But um, they deal with the buddies as they do. The fight is really good. Like, there's some awesome sequences. Uh, Billy does some cool things with, like, the shovel and yeah. stuff like that. There's, it's a good fight. Like, they all... They're, these episodes where the ZO2 footage is used and they are maybe... Basically, from here on through the next couple of episodes, it's very little talking, very much fighting. Yeah, this episode is fittingly uh, combat heavy because um, it, it doesn't really let up from here. Um, the fight happens with the putties, and they deal with them, and Squat and Babu don't get very far. They get like... They get about they get eight like, feet away. Yeah. <laughs> and Jason yells at them, and they... They, they drop they, the time capsule and run away. Yeah. And that, that's... The plan gone. There's not really... They go back to Rita's palace, and Rita's like, why didn't you take the picture with you? Yeah. yeah. And that's kind of how they deal with that. They're like, you could have just taken the picture with you and put it in there. Yeah. Would have been okay. That, why couldn't they transport with... the? Ca they were holding well, the capsule. Because they couldn't bring it into the Japanese footage. That's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> they couldn't bring it... They couldn't get all the way to Japan and then the moon. Yeah, because there's not... Well, that's really it with the capsule, because the next time, the the next time that they bring up the capsule is going to be the end of the episode. Yeah. So, but uh, the jellyfish shows up. Yeah, and uh, he's interesting design. He's not only because I had this on the VHS tape, but just because his design sticks out to me. Um, he's got like like horns on his shoulders and his left hand. His long fingers. He's got, yeah, he's like got tentacle fingers. Tentacle fingers going on. Because he's a right, jellyfish. Yeah, his right hand has like little gun like thing going on in in the palm mm -hmm. that we see, uh, which is pretty cool looking. Honestly, I thought the effect was because he comes down. And we get we get morphed and uh, they fight and the rangers get worked over. Here. Yeah, he fires the the gun hand thing in his right hand and it, it pierces their suits or yeah. it says it like it nearly pierces it. It really hurts, isn't it? And I get it. Get the jellyfish, the sting of the jellyfish and yeah. all that. So it apparently goes right through their suits and they have to dip out. And but they so so they um go to the command center and mm -hmm. they're still in suit, helmet and all. Helmet and all and they um they they tell well, I'm sure that was picked up. That's fine. <laughs> um, you ate taquitos from 7-Eleven. <laughs> <I ate> taquitos. <laughs> um, they go to the command center. They let Zordon know that that hurt, you know, being shot by the jellyfish. And he's like, <laughs> this all happens really fast. Because he's like, yeah, that did happen. But don't worry, this will happen. And... Um, Alpha has a stupid, like, Billy device. <laughs> yeah, and he goes, we made a solution that the jellyfish thing won't penetrate your suits. They're like, there yeah, you like, go. All right. Pop point done with. And they go back in. <laughs> and they go back in, and then they fight him, and he pulls out this, like, skin umbrella. <laughs> yeah, it, it is a skin umbrella. It is a skin umbrella. Cause and he it... blocks all the rangers' attacks with the skin umbrella. yeah. And um, we see Spins it. the second part of his moves, or his power, which is he sends him to a dark dimension. Which he calls his house. Which he calls his house. So he, he says, welcome to my home. What is, what, is, what is the jellyfish monster's name? Let me tell you what the monster's name is. 
Yeah, so he takes him to... The jellyfish. So the jellyfish. (laughs) Yeah. So we get to the jellyfish's house, and the rangers are trying to find him, but he goes in corporal, like, and he's just passing... Their attacks are passing through him. Again, another cool plot point, but immediately kind of just ran through because Billy's like, he's like time shifting, you know, or some some Billy stuff, you know. Yeah. He's like time shifting out of there, so we can't hit him. And he's like, Zach, uh, use your power axe to displace use his the blaster mode. Yeah, use the blaster mode to. I don't know what he says. I'll just say like to displace his molecular energy. You know, so and Zach, without missing a beat, has the power axe out, cocks it, just shoots him. Um, and the jellyfish monster is when he's falling out of the dimension. Zach's thought is to make it the axe again. Yeah, Zach immediately, like, he doesn't let up on it, because as soon as they get broken out of the dimension, he does the split leg axe chop, which is just such a cool look. Um, So, Jellyfish Monster, like, the fight continues. It it, it is, this episode is just one long fight. Um, Do we get another skin umbrella scene while they're still small? Yeah, the skin umbrella comes up, and then, how do they destroy it? <laughs> How do they destroy? It? That's a good question. How do they destroy this guy? No, I, no, the skin umbrella is still in use. Oh, and he's big. Yeah, yeah. I think we just get some more gun hand action, and then and Rita then, just r- gets buckwild and she goes, "Grow." Yeah, like there's no. He's not really losing. I mean, foiled his his uh, whole gimmick, which is the dimension thing. Yeah, brought him out of there and made him tangible again to hit, but um. Rita just jumps the gun, makes him grow, he grow, we grow, we throw down, you know, and then, like, and it's the, it's... We get the, we get the Megazord battle, and in this fight, the Megazord has now changed back to the Power Sword. Yeah. And, um... It's, it, the name is, is thrown around, like, the name is constantly shifting. And they destroyed the Skinbrella with... That blunt, big blade. They just <laughs> they just chop it up. Yeah, as we talked about um, as we were watching this. That blade isn't sharp. How could it be sharp? It's yeah, there's giant, no way. It's a giant. Like what? What sharp is it? Unless it's just perpetually sharp. But like even then, it doesn't make sense for it to be sharp. You know? It doesn't need to be. It doesn't need to be sharp. But the the energy is what cuts it. You yeah. Know, when it gets, as you said, like hit by the lightning, the energy goes and the energy from the power grid. Uh, the morphing grid uh, you get flows the, into it. You get an electricity blade, yeah, which is the sharpest blade. Yeah. So, without that, this thing just just trucks you. It's it a just, big piece of metal. It hurts. Yeah. Um, it's like Goldar's sword. It's pretty thick. Yeah. He's just carrying around an iron bar <laughs> that shoots fire. Pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, um, yeah, the jellyfish. The jellyfish. Um, so he had the umbrella gets on. destroyed, and he goes, "Oh my tentacles! My yeah, tentacles!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, he does say that. Yeah, he's upset about his tentacles that apparently got hurt when the umbrella gets destroyed. The skin, skin umbrella, gets destroyed by, by that the, blunt blade. With that blunt blade, and um, he then gets wiped out right yeah. afterwards because gets the electricity cut. Yeah, and there you go. That's yeah. that's, but this. There's nothing to talk about in between this. 
because it is just it's one just fight, long fight, 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 which I do like. Yeah, I don't, I don't have a problem with. It, but as far as like, uh, that's why for we... this retrospective series, there's not a whole lot to talk about outside of like, you know, like, oh, this happens in a fight, this happens in a fight, but you can only do that so much because it's punchy, kicky, you know. Yeah. There's no, there's no real uh, exceptional stuff. We always like to mention if there's like a move we've never seen by the Megazord or something, you know, or uh, really cool sequence. Uh, this one's just kind of a one-two. Yeah, um, we do go back to the to uh, the youth center where you're starting to get upset with Ernie. Because yeah, he's I'm getting real. So Ernie has this whole thing going on where he has this hodgepodge of of uh, drinkware. Yeah. Where it's just a whole bunch of different cups, different size cups. People ordering the same thing. He brings up... Uh, one gets a large, one gets like a highball glass. The other one gets like a champagne goblet. Yeah. It's like... <clears throat> he was getting real upset with Ernie. But well, it's... <laughs> the Rangers all get different color glasses, different sizes, all of that. And then Bulk and show, Skull show up and they're like, We've done it. We've completed the Bulk Witch. To where Jason turns around and says, we already buried it. And they lose their mind. And this 30-pound bulk witch falls on bulk and Well, you remember, they, like, there's a funny little gag where they're trying to fit it through the door. Yeah. When they come in, and then people are just walking under it as they're trying to do that. Yeah. And yeah, and they, once, once, uh, get the news and they hold it above their heads, it just falls apart yep. on them. And, uh, you know. We know what's on there. It's messy. We we get we get like we get bologna. We get salami. We get capicola. We yeah, get yeah. lettuce. We get shredded lettuce. Yeah. We get some tomatoes. We get some mayo mustard. Mix, I'm sure there's pickles. Ketchup, there. ranch, pickles, sweet and sour sauce. We get a whole it's rotisserie a chicken. It's a real '90s cartoon sandwich. Cause yeah. you remember how it's like, a Dagwood baby. It's a Dagwood. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's. It's loaded. This is a dirty sandwich. Um, falls all over our boys. They s- slide around. It's in the it. kind of sandwich that an employee at the deli makes. Yeah, I like that actually. I like that because like, because they have car- uh, was a car blanche, you yeah. know, and they could just be the as... the menu means nothing to them. <laughs> they could be as insane as they want. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, this this sandwich falls all over them, and since it's Bulk and Skull, all physics are thrown out, and now they're just sliding around in it. Bul- Skull. Skull has a good line. <laughs> he looks at it and goes, I'll split it with you, Bulky. Yeah, and, he just and he's, rips and the he's mustard split, bread. Yeah, yeah, he's splitting the bread in half, and and, and they start fighting with with the bread. And, and like, like it's a pair of fun noodles. Yeah, and the, and the, yeah, water weenies. And then uh, Bulk slips in, in the sandwich uh, terrain that is, that is the mass below them. Falls down, fatty go boom boom, and uh, that's that's the episode. No, no, it's not the episode. No, it's not the episode because we cut back to the Power Rangers talking about a world of good. Oh right! Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, um, I really like this delivery on all ends where they talk about they all each like talk about a virtue, you know, where there's no war, there's uh, no hatred, no prejudice, no you know? prejudice, everything, and and Kimberly. Kimberly asked, like, Jason, is like, do you think that, that'll ever be a world? And, and, he's a, and he really eloquently um, uh, says that, yeah, I think if we, if we keep striving for it, it's possible, you know? And I, Austin, 
hell of a job. I want to I want to say this episode comes out in 2019, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. In 2019, we probably can't be further from this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Unless there's a stark turnaround, uh this is just really sad. Yeah. Um but um Austin though, talk talk about the the the, the happy happy spots is that uh, Austin I think delivers the hell out of it. They all do. They all do a hands in moment stuff. It's really, it's really good. Cause I've talked as this happened. I was talking about how this has always been a theme with the Power Rangers, but there was no really like today. We learned in every episode. You know, sometimes there's something resembling it, but most of the time you get the message. You don't need to be told the message. This was organically kind of there. I felt where yeah. it was like uh, today we learned, but it was. Well done. You know, it it just fit the flow of it. I yeah. mean, yeah, we just had you know the delinquents just uh, fall in a sandwich pool. Yeah, but they were just that was all in like good fun. There was no malice behind anything Bulk and Skull were doing. They were just trying to put their art. Yeah, in I know. Time yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, to, to, and that's not that's not credited enough. Like they were trying to participate with this. Who does that? What what kind of bad kids do that? Where they like there's a time capsule and instead of the oh that's lame. You want to go smoke cigarettes on the power box? You know, yeah. like they're like, you know, what? Let's what? We should put some in there. What's what's our favorite? And they're like, oh, our favorite sandwich. You know, like you it's know, really they could have put a recipe in there. Yeah, but they wanted to put the sandwich in there. Mm-hmm. They wanted to leave their mark. They thought it was important too. Yeah, and delinquents don't really do that. No, nope. they don't. <laughs> they don't. They don't really get get behind stuff like this. Delinquents sit. They go to gym wearing a Marilyn Manson T-shirt, not yeah. the uh, not the gym outfit, and they the, try the the, the, the Willy Wonka tour one yeah. T-shirt because that was I saw everybody that. had. That. I saw that Gracie boy enough. And you know what? They just sat up against the fence at gym while everybody else played basketball. But let's move on because the episode's <laughs> done. Yeah, it is. We're waking up the next morning, you know, February seventeenth, nineteen ninety four, and. <laughs> Terrence ah. H. Winkless hits us with another banger. This is a Dan McNerney. Yeah, see, memory. I don't episode. think it's, it's it's pretty cool how that works out because the one before I really remember very well, and this one you remember very well, and I don't really have much of a memory of it. Some pieces were coming to me as we were watching it, but I I can't say with any certainty that I have seen this episode, but yeah. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Plague of the Mantis, uh, it's the episode that sticks out for me as the definitive Trini episode because she's learning Kung Fu, she's learning her technique and everything, and yeah. she's told that she has to study the Mantis, which... Yeah, her master, or Master Lee, yeah. is, uh, kind of looks like Hiroki Goto. Uh, yeah. The, the rest a little of the, bit. Well, he's got the haircut a bit, and, you know, he doesn't have the... The same, like, stern, but he's, I don't know, I got a Goto vibe from him, but, um, yeah, he, he, he basically, he's teaching her the technique in, in the youth center, in the, in the, the athletic, karate area, the karate, <laughs> the karate part of the, of the building, and, um, he hands her a mantis in a cool little, uh, bug box. Yeah, a little terrarium. Yeah, a little terrarium thing, and, um, says to study it, to you know, watch its movements. Yeah. You know, how, like, you know, it's a finesse animal, but it's deadly. Yes. It's really cool. And um, she shows it to her friends, and they all kind of shake the box. Uh, and... Zach, Zach, 
is repulsed by it, which I love because that's great continuity because Zack is Zack is repulsed by it, which I like a lot because it's great continuity because he's he's been shown before to be afraid of bugs. So Zack doesn't like the bug. I like that a lot. He's repulsed by it. It's good continuity. He has a fear of bugs. That's been established long ago. And a little bit in play. I like that. Unlike Billy, who's apparently terrified of water, but whatever. You know, at, at, when it's convenient for him, I think. He fought a jellyfish in the last episode. Yeah, no no mention of... You, you got he got a, over the fear, though, in the last one. Yeah, but, he, but remember, he fought Madame Woe before... Uh, we find find out that he's afraid of water. Yeah, and Madame Wu's whole thing is like water. They, no, she was like a. We talked about this in the last one. She's an ice witch that didn't really have anything to do with water. She just fought near water because blue was her. Well, I guess I'm thinking more of Zuu Ranger because she is very. She's like very much. Remember, she came out of the lake and got the kid and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, if you remember Madame Wu from this one, is that they made a mask out of an old Jabberwock? Yeah, it's mask. a Jabberwock. <laughs> So, yeah, some time traveler got a Jabberwocky's brand mask, and not just a mask you Put can get a, on yeah, it. Yeah, not just a mask you can get from a makeup a store or a hobby setting. store or whatever. They didn't even have the money for the. They have Joanne's back then. Was Party City around back then? I mean, probably like Party Place. Party Place. Like, remember, like this is before Peter Piper Pizza and all that, and places were called like Club Fun Time. Club Fun Time. That's a real place that I Club had a birthday fun, at. Club Fun Time? Yeah, it, their colors were purple and green. I remember... Um, they had a big gator wearing a red t-shirt as their mascot. He also wore a beret. So, okay, was he, he, was in, a, was he an artist or was he French? I, was, I would say that he was a French gator. Okay. Well, maybe he's like from... They served a lot of artists. Maybe he's from, maybe he's from like uh, Narlands, you know? Oh, yeah, most definitely. Purple That's and why, green? Oh, yeah, purple, purple yeah, and green? Yeah, okay, he is, absolutely. Yeah, he wore a purple What was this place called? Club Fun Time. Club Fun Time, all it's right. It's now a Lee's Discount Liquor. Okay. Yeah. Before What's Discovery like, Zone now? Nothing. That's, oh, so that's Disco- crater. So Discovery Zone became a club fun time. Yeah. And then it became a fashion bug. And then it became... <laughs> fashion bug. <laughs> and then yeah. it became a Lee's Discount Liquor. <laughs> I was thinking of Tourette's guy. Oh, man. That's one of the things he, he yelled out. The fashion bug! <laughs> In one of the, like, you know, he said Bob saying something like, this isn't getting in there anyway because we can't talk about Tourette's guy anymore because it's problematic. Man. Fashion bug. <laughs> oh, oh, where was this? Where's, where did this there, start? We're talking about the Kung Fu. Oh, yeah, so, talking about the, so I was talking, we were talking about the fear of Billy and stuff like that. Yeah. So we'll just get started off at the... So the boys, after this, Bulk and Skull, they see that Trini's learning from a bug and they think, oh... If bugs are teaching martial arts, we're gonna teach. Our yeah, own we're gonna profit. We're arts. gonna profit off this. Yeah. Nope. Uh, admirable skills. Yeah. You know, ad- admirable drive. I should say it's very entrepreneurial uh, of them. And you call it immediately. I'm not gonna say what happened, what they do until it comes up in the scene. But you, you did call it. Like I mean, this is one of my favorite episodes. But I didn't remember the minutia of anything. Okay. Uh, I guess that's true. Uh, but. Um, so we go to uh, Rita's 
there's a bulk and skull moment. Is where there a skull, bulk? I thought they take off. No, skull like goes. Yeah, we'll learn that. And he's holding a milkshake and kind of does. Oh, the that's right. Arts yeah, pose excuse me. And throws yeah, his arm he's back got. He's gets... got. As with any beverage you get from Ernie's bar that isn't water, it's just it's, full of whipped cream. Yeah, it's like half whipped cream. Is a the top half is just whipped cream, and he starts doing. He just starts doing like pantomime karate moves. stuff. Yeah, and flings that that whipped cream all over Bulk. So Bulk is second episode in a row where he just starts off in a in a glaze of some condiment, and uh, yeah, and it, it, they 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 march off. Angrily to go, uh, to go uh, monopolize whatever they're. Do you know in every episode that Bulk shows up in this one, he's covered in some condiment. So the boys decide that they're going to profit off of this, and they they take off. Yeah, dump a milkshake on on Bulk and then take off. Yeah. So, uh, is it Rita? She goes. Oh, she's learning kung fu. Yeah, we have make me sh- a monster, Finster. Yeah, we have this shot that you had to see a couple times, and it's really weird. It's a it's a shot we it, because it's it's like it shows on the balcony, but it's just her. The balcony looks pretty empty, and the the space doesn't look like the space from Zoo Ranger. It looks like a wall that was painted with some twinkle lights stabbed through. Yeah, it looks like it be- it was at one point used as Goldar's house. And they repurposed it. Yeah, it does. I, I like if it wasn't for the Japanese uh, actor, the actress, um, they're playing Bandora or Rita. Um, I could easily think that this was American footage, just because of the way it looked. It did look. It looked a little off. Yeah, but yeah, she says, "Make me a monster." Uh, Goldar then says, "A, a, a mantis monster to do this." Yeah, so he, he's just vibing with her. He knows yeah. what, what she wants because originally we had to go back in this because I was like, "Where did the whole idea for the mantis thing come by?" Because do you um, know what the mantis's name was? Because it's actually a really clever name. I'll give you one guess. Oh god! You gonna give me a hint? No, not at all. It has mantis in it. Uh, That's the okay. hint. Um, and it's the, two words. The, 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 oh, it's two words? I'm going to say my other thing anyway because it sucks. Uh, the the Mantisler. Okay. <laughs> the Mantisler. Because no. it's like a dismantler, you know. That would be, that would actually be a lot better. Oh, really? God, I felt that sucked. The Dismantisler? Dismantisler? Yeah. yeah, that would be pretty good. But it's Mighty Mantis. Mighty Mantis. Yeah, which is actually a hero's name. But, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um. <laughs> um. Yeah, so Fencer gets, gets to work on that, and uh, we jump back to uh, the juice bar where the boys show up in their new outfits to show right. off yeah, cockroach Kung Fu. Yeah, they have uh, the black, mystical cockroach. Yeah, like black uh, bike helmets on with with the antenna. Uh, yeah, with little balls at the end. Yeah, very uh, like like sixties costume, uh, Halloween costume of aliens kind of yeah. stuff. Um, their geese are dope though. They got the geese. black with white painted on cockroaches. Yeah, as a like a yeah cockroach school symbol. Yeah. It's really cool. It's I like dope. it a lot. It's quite dope. a bit. And, they have a, and then they have a mason jar full of cockroaches. Yeah. Which is very easy for and them to get. <laughs> Skull. Incredibly easy for them to get. Skull uh, hangs on to Kimberly. He's like, 
You want to uh, date a kung fu master, babe? Yeah, yeah. And, and she, she goes, just uh, no. Yeah, she kind of just wretches at it. Yeah, it looks so cute. Jeez, like, I, like I can totally, like, uh, I understand. She was like my first, one of my first crushes. My first crush was April O'Neil. April, you, you, yeah, yeah. I remember we talked about that. Cartoon and movie. First don't movie you specifically. Mean about the first movie because yes, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, when she has her argument with Casey on the deck of the house, yeah. Whew! She is cute. She is very cute. Mm-hmm. My my my. But um, yeah, Kimberly, so, heartbreaker. This is. So we're gonna in two ways. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna jump up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Trini is pulling a Tommy, and she's training in the park by herself. Yeah. She's not fully out in the woods. She's just at the park. She's kind of like at the outskirts of the woods because... The Mantis Monster shows up. The Mighty Mantis. The Mighty Mantis (laughs) Monster (laughs) shows up and (laughs) says, uh, hey, why don't you fight me alone? And she morphs, and she's, like, fighting. Yeah, a little bit. Oh, I guess we should have said that, huh? Uh, Master Lee told her that remember to always be honorable, and that means fight with equal numbers. Yes, you know because it's dishonorable to gang up on people. So this that kind of sprung forward Rita's whole plan. We don't know it yet, but as Mantis shows up, um, with it being a Mantis, Trini is reminded of that, and. and and they have a cool little duel in yeah, the forest. Yeah, where the mantis, with its big mantis, like scissor hands, is just cutting up trees, yeah. trying to get to training. Scythe hands, I would say. I'd like to call them knife hands. You said scissor hands. Oh, yeah. Because scissor hands are like like crap. Like Edward. Well, yeah, like Edward, like <laughs> Mr. Death. But uh, scissor, I was thinking more like a crab monster would have scissor hands. Yeah. Because they're, you know, snip snaps. Yeah, but, uh, a little these snipper. Are, these are, uh, Slash. I hope you all can hear this. <laughs> These are slashers, so they're so they're yeah, knife hands or scythe hands. Um, yeah, they get get a cool little, um, very seventies uh, kind of like samurai. Yeah, feel. It cuts through the tree real clean and yeah. stuff. It's pretty gnarly. The um, trees are all like when they cut, they don't just like fall over; they like slide off. Yeah, um, they do explode because Power Rangers, but. <laughs> So uh, we're the um, the boys. Alpha calls the Rangers. Yeah, because uh, Zoran uh, senses a dark presence in forest, which we you know we then find out it's the Mantis. But um, uh, so they're they're on alert for this. And when the, when Trini gets jumped by the Mighty Mantis, they contact they contact the boys. And um, because Kim, do they con- It's all. It's, it's a, no. It's all four. It's all five it's of all them. Four. Because. Uh, the Netflix picture for this episode is Trini standing in the front, like clutching nothing, and then the other rangers behind. That's right. Yeah. Um, they get there, and Jason's glass I think earth he, Yeah, I think he literally says, "Tear him apart." Yeah, you know, something like that. Something bloodthirsty. Mm-hmm. He's just about to step in, and and Trini says, "No, you know, I have to fight him." No, 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 no. The mantis runs away and says, "You've called your friends. You have no honor." Well, she does stop Jason. She does stop Jason. Because he goes, he wants to go after him still. Yeah. And she stops. Oh, okay, so I'm saying that in order. Yeah, right, right, right. right. The Mantis escapes. 
she stops him and says, "No, he's right. I have no honor. I need to fight him alone." Yeah, and and uh, Zach's like, "It's a bug monster." Yeah, it's Rita's monster. It doesn't matter. It's a, it's a bug monster. Yeah, it's, it's okay. <laughs> it's, it's a bug monster. We can just fight it and kill it because it's a bug monster. Yep. But uh, yeah, Trini Trini's really thinking hard on this whole on what she's she's learned so far. So she decides to go back to the karate area of the juice bar. Um. So. Yeah, Rita. Rita talks about how her plan is is going swimmingly because yes. now, next time we fight, Trini will be forced to fight on her own because of the whole honor thing. Yeah, and um, it's actually one of the more nuanced plans she's had. And I'm not. I'm not gonna. Well, her plan. She may have. It may have not been the plan, but it worked out that way, and now she's taking credit. You know, yep, because it's just things are falling into place. Uh, Trini is back at the, at the karate part of the, the youth center and, um, she finds, she's working out a little bit yeah. and then a magic note appears on the, yeah, on the Rita, bench. Rita's doing and Ernie calls her over and says, Trini, there's a note here for you. Yeah. And he's just handing out, continuing to hand out his weird grandma glasses. I don't know if anyone had a weird grandma where they just have, you know, different assorted cups that they've collected from different things. Me. <laughs> I don't know if you ever had Dan as a here's grandma. here's my here's my WWE cup from that time I went to this live show and paid yeah. nine dollars for a soda. Yeah. Here's my one remaining Green Lantern tumbler. Yeah, this right. uh this one was a candle holder. Yeah, I got this Mr. Monopoly glass from that time my sisters had a birthday at McDonald's in nineteen ninety two and I was jealous that I didn't get anything. Yeah. <laughs> It, but it really is just like uh, I I I don't know why it's such a hang up. I mean, maybe it's just because like Ernie, you were just having like financial problems, and it really doesn't feel like you care, bud. It really doesn't feel like you care, but like I mean, you're a nice dude and you look out for the kids. But as far as the way you run your business, just cups of whipped cream. Just come, yeah, it, things are just in shambles. Yeah, and these kids only like. I can't. It's like the snack snack window at your school, you know. You're yeah. gonna go there no matter what because you want your your like sherbet push up pop. Yeah, and you go to Ernie's to get your cup of whipped cream. Yeah, he goes real heavy on the. It's cream. called a juice bar. Yeah, it's actually a cream bar. Yeah, it cream and popcorn. It those just are his main... it is it is like those are his main like the, those are the, the the hot sellers on his menu just because he just shovels it. Into people. So He's popcorn. Like, the only thing I know how to do is stir heavy whipping cream and popcorn. Yeah. It really is just the bulk of his menu. That's mm-hmm. what you get. Um, oh, and soda, apparently. Yeah. But eh, I'd never this seen is the any 90s. dark. I never, I never seen any dark liquid in those cups. It's always like clear. So it's either, it's either Sprite or 7-Up or just water. But I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, yeah, so she reads a note, and it's from Master Lee, apparently, and uh, wants wants to meet at the Rock Quarry. Yep, that'd be my that'd be my red light right there. He so. wants to train in the Rock Quarry. Hold up, I do all my fighting in the Rock Quarry. <laughs> yeah, like there's, uh, uh-uh. you ain't giving me the, like as an angel grown citizen. If anyone said let's meet at the Rock Quarry, I'll call you stupid. Why would we do that? <laughs> you know what I love about the movie. 
not the, uh, I'm talking about Saban's Power Rangers 2017, hmm. is that the majority of that movie takes place in the rock quarry. Yeah. No, it's real true. <laughs> it's real true to it. So, Angel Grove's got quarry, so much. This rock quarry is apparently, this rock quarry, we, I'm surprised we haven't really, I don't think I've gone off about this before, but the rock quarry is first central location, second off, apparently like integral <laughs> to to the uh, infrastructure of Angel Grove because this thing is massive and it is it, like he despite despite all the monster fights which are every single week well if we're going by air dates it's every day so this rock quarry is just everything it's always hopping off here if i if i had if I had a friend that told me, let's meet at the Rock Quarry, I would say, you're stupid. You, you need, are you okay? Because you seem to, you seem to want trouble for no reason. You know, like this, like someone telling me, hey, let's hang out on Fremont and 12th. In why? The ten, in the tent city? Yeah, no. Like, why? Why? Why would you want to do that? It's nothing but monsters down there. Like, I ain't talking about putties. You know, I'm talking about like, uh, Fang and his Goonie Bird eggs, you know? I don't want to deal with that. Yeah. Because Fang, you know, like that... It's a rock quarry with like a natural... With like a... Um, a national park around it. It's really weird. You can... You, you The rock quarry is actually just... And we didn't, you know, in typical power playthrough. The rock quarry is just... Uh, it's just like one step away from everything. Because when Zack hit the jellyfish monster in the previous episode... Once they busted out, they were still like, oh my gosh, we didn't even talk about that. Jeez. There, there's putties dancing. And once they got the... <laughs> so in the previous episode, once that they... was a viewing globe thing. And like, I feel like any time that we look at the viewing globe, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Zach hits... They're at the fountain. And when Zach hit the jellyfish monster, he goes to the rock quarry after being hit. And the Mantis Monster is fighting Trini in the Rock Quarry. Yeah, the Mantis Monster, like, shows up because, of course, like, we... we the, the letter showed up magically. It's not masterly. And it's written in beautiful calligraphy. It is. Um, so Trini is now honor-bound to fight this Mantis on her own. And she, uh... The Mantis gives its word that it's gonna fight alone. Yeah. And then Trini goes, But you're a monster. I don't think I can trust you. And it goes... You have my word. Yeah. This and bug then, monster. This bug monster. Yeah, this we cut back monster. to the youth center where the rangers come back and they're like, hey, where's Trini? And it's like, oh, this note that's still here came for her because Trini didn't take the note yeah. and throw out the trash. And well, her, I mean, what what is, yeah. And you, Ernie didn't clean his counter. No, of course not. No. So the rangers read that Master Lee wants to see her in the rock quarry and they don't go, oh, well, we'll let her have her training time and we'll see her later. Yeah. They go, oh, we got to go there because <laughs> yeah. they got to see their friend. And they have a hard time finding the rock quarry. Yeah. Which they, they've been to a thousand times. Everyone. At least, at least 48, 47 <laughs> times before this. <laughs> yeah, like I, I'd put money on that. Sure, yeah. Like I don't, it's like the Island of Fear. No, even, well, they technically, we see it. They technically don't go to it in the Island of Fear episodes, right? Yeah. But we... That thing has showed up all the time. That... There's no way you miss it. 
there's you know exactly where it's just like the stratosphere here. You yeah. know where the stratosphere is. That's how you know where you are. Yeah, that's where it. The, where you are in relation to the rock quarry is how you find your way in Angel Grove. And yeah, because this is a time pre cell phones and all that, so you know you don't have GPS or anything. Um, this is like where's the rock quarry? Yeah. So they go to fight some putties, and then the mantis monster says, "Combat again." Combat because they just I think they're catching on. Uh, little uh, Wasser Watch sidebar here. I think, which is a lot of discipline for us, I'd say. But who knows? Maybe I'll talk for 20 minutes here. But, um... Yeah, we're so, only an hour into the podcast. So, <laughs> so, I think they're catching on that they got something with Ron here. They, they're, they're, they realize they're kind of underutilizing him, I think. Because they're like, well, he put out that banger and he made like all the music for like the fights and stuff like that. And then he may, he's starting to do more original stuff. Mm-hmm. And now they're like, let's, let's... Whack those weeds, girl. Yeah, well, yeah, what, yeah, yeah. Plant those seeds. Uh, plant those seeds, girl. Whack yeah. those weeds, girl. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. They they now know they have something on their hands here. So they're kind of... They're giving uh, Wasserman free reign. Feels like every... The episodes are kind of becoming like commercials. The fights are kind of commercials for this awesome soundtrack that's for developing. Fisher the band, for, for that's developing underneath this. Which and it's just, oh, I can't wait to talk about the next episode, which will happen in about thirty minutes. <laughs> uh, I'll try and I'll try and facilitate that to be a little faster. Um, we we get a little bit of fighting. Um, uh, awesome, like low footage of the fight and yeah. things like that and uh Kim- Kimberly does this better. like she does this like cartwheel double axe kick to one of the putties and it was just insane and this, is this on the episode where um we get the gnarly oh no that was in suit no, no that's gonna be two episodes down the line yeah, yeah okay, one episode yeah. down the line yeah, yeah. um well not that part like the, I think Zach does like a six spin in suit, yeah, that's in Goldar's house. All right, whatever. Um, um so, uh, the mighty mantis calls putties forward and goes, Oh, and goes, Fight with honor now. And Trin goes, Where's your honor? Yeah, goes, and, like, and he goes, Bug monster, I'm one of Rita's <laughs> monsters. <laughs> Yo, bug monster. Um, it does like the, the mantis does like this T pose. Yeah, he's showing his dominance. Yeah, it show, does the T pose, and the putties flip over his shoulders. Yes, crisscrossing. It's really cool. I liked it a lot. And now just a gang of putties are on there, and they're T posing around tree. Yeah, yeah, like and they they like go in for like a like a group punch now. Yeah, because you know the one that always works where everybody punches in the same spot at the same time. Yeah, and it always hits its target. Yeah, yeah. Well, it didn't hit its target this time. Uh, Trini apparently abandons Mantis style and fights Tiger style from here on out. Yeah, they're, that's what we noticed. You actually said like it would, it would make more sense if fought Tiger style because Saber Two Tiger and all that. Yeah, and but when she is fighting, there isn't really there isn't Mantis style. It is like you got the claw pose. Yeah, she like got the that. claw poses and everything. And, and does like she does like the. The sweet like jump on the head and and, and the, the, the fury swipe. swipes kind of thing, 
it's uh, pretty cool. The Rangers uh, eventually reconvene with her, and they they join. They up. have morphed. Um, like Kimberly... you made a comment when they morph yeah. is that they've been doing these like disjointed morphs for these few episodes, and they've really been good for you. Where you've seen like Triceratops, Pterodactyl. It's like oh yeah. I don't know. You know, like to break up the repetition is is nice. Yeah, it's just it 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 feels like there's uh, it's just more th- more thought being put into it and not so routine. I mean, obviously the core of the show is routine because it's you know dope music, uh, teenage story. Yeah. Uh, Sentai time. Yes. And then. Robot battle. Yeah, robot battle. And then we finish with teenage time and then more... uh, And then some funny ha-ha. Yeah, funny ha-ha. Oh, yeah, so they sprinkle as you will, as you see fit, uh, bulk and skull antics. (laughs) Um, So uh, pratfall stuff. But, yeah, I like that a lot. I like the... Just mixing it up. So they join the fight. Kimberly, like, shoots the bow at him, like, deflects it. And Mantis is working them all over. Well, like it's holding its own barely because Rita gets so there's no reason for Rita to escalate the battle at this point because the Manus kind of has the upper hand. Yeah, and she just goes, "No, grow." Yeah, and I was talking about. I was talking about like they have to. They got to sell these toys. Yeah, they got to sell these toys. They they said in the first episode, you know, don't escalate the fight unless Rita does, and so by virtue of that, Rita has to escalate even if it doesn't make sense. Which it doesn't make sense here because why you know overstep like that? Yeah. Well, like why if it's if you're winning here, why give them a chance to win by going the next step for them? You know. Yes. So uh, whatever, it doesn't matter. Zord time, we got it. Um, pretty cool fight because we see there's a lo- like a whole standoff thing. Yeah, it's like a duel. It's like we get a lot more. We get a prolonged kind of like punching. Megazord stuff and, going on. You know, there's this is a moment where Jason suspends his glass earth policy because in the beginning of the episode, Jason says that he's gonna have to learn mantis style to keep up with Trini. Yeah. And when the mantis like kind of steps into its pose, he looks at her and goes, What do I do? <laughs> yeah. That was actually pretty cool. Yeah. I, I like that a lot. It's um he goes, Oh, he's focusing yeah. all of his energy into one attack. Yeah, this is very much a more dual uh, fight than we've had before with the Megazord, which is usually just bra bra big monster. I got a bra. big fist. I'm gonna punch. Bam bam. Yeah. Call my blunt blade. Bam. Yeah. Electricity. Bam. Yeah. Dead. Eventually, like, the sword does come down. As you know, it's gonna happen. It's a lot of tiny hands. A lot of tiny hands. As we, it's not the big blocky hands, because we uh we need to be able to grasp that sword. So we got a lot of lot of a lot of human hands and mm-hmm. so. As you pointed out, that always is kind of a little jarring when we see those big, blocky forearms. And those baby hands. And then, yeah, little hands there for grasping. Those little Deadpool hands. Yeah, for grasping the sword. And um, the fight progresses as you would. Nothing really special happens. Um, That's it. Like, um, yeah, Mantis doesn't have any... Mantis doesn't have any powers. No. No, he's he just, just strength and blade yeah, hands. yeah, yeah. He's just a pure fighter. Yep, he, he can do that teleport thing, but he doesn't. Yeah, he teleports away, but he doesn't use it like in the fight, like the jellyfish. Yeah, yeah. he just kind of just he has it, but it's more for just mobility. It looks like. Yeah. Um, 
They end up defeating uh, the... Blunt Blade blood. Electricity. Yeah, Bam. Mighty, mighty Mantis. And it cuts to Rita's palace where she is punishing Goldar, Squat, and Babu for the Mantis failing because why can't you guys ever succeed for me? And I don't understand why... Well, she says, like, you promised, doesn't she? Doesn't yeah. she say you promised? Like, well, you promised what? No one said anything. You're you're the most powerful witch alive. I will say anything to stay alive. And apparently she has stuff that she is not utilizing, as we find out in the next episode. Yeah. But, um, so we're at, back at the youth center after Rita is Ooh. mercilessly... Oof. It's so good. Yeah, this, this part of it. We watched this five times. Uh, we give it to the youth center, and um, you know we're doing the we're doing the normal thing of the come down. Um, I'm just gonna go straight into uh, Bulk and Skull are have, trying to throw a little seminar. Yeah, they got like a little banner up for their cockroach kung fu, and they have want people to come around. And you said the best way, like um, Bulk has the idea is like he'll show it off. You know, yeah, get people. It's like fifty dollars an hour. Fifty dollars an hour to uh, learn train this stuff, train this stuff to this cockroach uh, kung fu. They still got the mason jar full of cockroaches. Um, as as soon as you saw it, you knew it was going to be coming into play because Vulcan skull. But um, yeah, Ernie's handing out drinks in his like mismatch uh, cups. His yeah, in his mi- mixed match cups. You know, uh, one of one of them's. Uh, McDonald's kids meal Halloween bucket. The other one's shaped like a duck. Yeah, uh, he's got like uh, one of those little uh, Play-Doh factory um, cups going on there. Yeah, his niece left it at his house and he said, (laughs) I can use this. Yeah. Uh, You know, Ernie's practices are in full effect. Um, Even more by the end of this. Master, Master Lee is... What is he doing? He's... They're training together and he kinda goes... You know you're learning well, and you know remember to keep training, all of yeah. that. But yeah. you're you're very good at your kung fu, and remember, uh, mastery of kung fu isn't just in the in the technique; it's also in the mind. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You know, we get our little uh, moral here, our little good bits for the kids to. But we're gonna end it with some Gaga. Uh, we're gonna end it with some hooligan crap. So. Bulk gets the idea, all right, we're just going to have to show it off. So he steps down from their little uh, podium area, and he gets on the mat. And, and he does a real martial arts thing Yeah, he Skull. like Yeah, Skull like, does his little like cheek slap thing, and then he, he, like, uh, he, he like, like, hip- gets wrist control and then gives him a hip yeah, toss. Yeah, yeah. And um, then, they, then uh, he helps Skull back up, and then they separate, and then they run at each other. Because it's the super technique of cockroach kung fu. Yeah, they do weird bug motions and stuff, and um, skull gets scared. Yeah, they run. Yeah, they run each other. They run each other's heads in into. Well, skull doesn't run at him, so bulk goes full force into skull, who's standing at the banner. Yeah, and they crash into the banner. Well, no, 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 because the the they butt heads, and then they're like. Dizzy. Well, that's when they say they're going to do it. They, like, go, okay, let's do this. Bam. And they bang the heads. Right, right, yeah, yeah. And then they, yeah. And Bulk runs at him like this. His hands are kind of... He's making mandibles. Yeah, he's making little... He's making a bug mouth with his hands, and he runs at Skull. They hit the banner, and this shot is so wonderful. Because they did it once, and that's it. They did it once, and then they, like... Called the paramedics, I imagine, or Saban just told them to walk it off. You know? Yeah, there's no, there was, they've said it so many times, there was no union. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> they yeah, they run, they, they run this banner into the wall, and the left little uh, stick that was holding up the banner just slams into this neon sign. It shatters it. It shatters. This is not a prop. This is not something that was meant to happen. This is just simply misjudged of where where these boys would end up. They slam into that wall. They slam that pole into that neon. It shatters. It's the, so funny. The mace. It's really funny. It like it got a genuine big laugh out of me. Um, the mason jar shatters. The bugs. The cockroaches go all over them. Mm-hmm. Um, and wait, wait, wait. And these boys are allowed yeah. back in the juice bar. They're allowed back because they're yeah. breaking wall fixtures. They're this... releasing cockroaches into an establishment <laughs> that serves cream cups. I they... it's I know exactly how that feels when you because I remember being in my. It's funny because it ties into Power Rangers a bit because I remember going to this one kid's house who wasn't really my friend but he was a friend of my friend. Mm-hmm. You know, so I so by proxy I get to go or, or not by proxy by association I get to go. Yeah, and. We're going there because he has a Super Nintendo and mm-hmm. he has uh, the Power Rangers uh, fighting game. Oh, okay. And so I was like, "All right, we're going to do that." Um, so we're playing that, and you know, some rough housing starts because uh, these are boys. Because you're there. These are boys, and they uh, they are they just got done playing the Power Rangers fighting game. And there's four of you at least. Yeah, there there is because it's me, Gregory, that kid I didn't know, and then Joey or Sean, I forgot. I think it's Sean. Um, I don't know what gets thrown, but there's like an extremely tall bookcase. Maybe it's not that tall because I was a little kid, but it seemed extremely tall. And we threw something, and one of those like is like a porcelain eagle that you get off like the Home Shopping Network. I think there's, I want to say there's like an American flag or like, you know, probably like the, the, the crest of the Marines or something on it. That thing falls and shatters everywhere. And it happened in slow motion. Yeah, so like, and that sound of the, the, uh, like where the air kind of like filling in the space where the eagle just was. That that popping sound of glass breaking. You know what I mean? Like it was just so serious. Everything kind of stopped, and his mom stepped out from her room, and she just. I don't think I even heard what she said. I ran out the door. <laughs> she said, that better not have been my heirloom eagle <laughs> that my great-grandmother bought before America existed. Yeah, right? I don't know what she said. I just knew we gone. That's it. <laughs> We're out. No no more. Uh, ran ran out that door. It's, it is a... Oh, that's the kind. But that's the kind of break this was. It was a super, super serious break. There was no prop involved in that. It was oh, it was wonderful. If you're if you're thinking about like skimming through these episodes, like if you're if you're listening to these episodes, first thank you. Second off, and you're just like you know getting getting the like cliff notes because these are. At best, cliff notes from us and our... I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we... What are two episodes in at an hour and 20 minutes of podcasting? Are, are, is that hour and 20 minutes of two episodes, or is that hour and 20 minutes of talking about sandwiches and and uh, whatever else it was this time that, that time vampired us? Yeah. <laughs> like, um... <laughs> 
I don't even remember how the episode ended outside. That of, was it. Like it the, was them with bugs on them, and then everybody laughing at. Yeah, them. Yeah, like oh, I'm, I'm, like they're bugging me. Like what's he say? They're, they're. I'm bugging out. Yeah, I'm bugging out, bull. Yeah, and they all just laugh at him as they sit in glass. Yeah. Um, can we can we get to the meat and potatoes? What everybody's waiting for? Yeah, a little bit of that JDF. Yeah. All right. Here we are. Uh, we got the episode. Let me. Oh yeah. Set me. the scene. Excuse me. We've waited about ten days since our last episode. Yeah. Uh, February twenty eighth, nineteen ninety four. Worth Keeter decides that he's bringing back Tommy Oliver. This episode's called Return of an Old Friend. It's a two parter. Mm-hmm. We're going to attack it as one episode. So I'm yeah. going to let you know that on February 28th and March 1st, Worth Keeter dropped some fire on us. He did. Um, it's we, Parents' Day. Yeah, we open up on the youth center, and it's Parents' Day. And we're starting to see everybody's parents. Yeah, we, we first, so the first parents we see is... Jason's? Jason's dad. Daddy. And Trini's dad, who apparently has a hell of a grip. But they're arm wrestling, mm-hmm. and... Oh my God! The meat on this man. This, I didn't know Ryback was his dad. Yeah, this boy. Ooh, this is a. This is all functional muscle. Yeah. on Jason's dad. Oh, no sleeves. When he, of course, no why sleeves. Would you this, is, this is a, this is a function. At, at, at Where school. do you think Jason learned yeah. his ways? I love it. I love it so much. No sleeves on this man. He has Let me tremendous tell you, arms. When he stands up, his his chest doesn't have any roundness to it. Yeah. Like, it comes down and it goes, bam! Yeah. Hard angle. Bam! All the way across. Yeah. Hard angle. Hard angle. It's crazy. He has, like, a chest of, like, a, a chest of a Decepticon. It, yeah, like it he, looks like... looks like this man could transform into a tank at any minute. Did you ever play for the original Xbox, uh, the Def Jam fighting game? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, he uh, had... Fight for New York was the best. The second one was amazing. Yeah, he had the chest of Method Man in the first one, where it was just blocks. I know exactly what you're talking about because I saw it. This man had a, this man had like a oh, sandwich board for chest. Not yeah, like, dude. That like, man was Porta Subs. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, you could make, yeah, you could make my two footer on that chest. You know, comfortably fit. You know, like this is. Put all the mayo mustard mix you want, man. It's that's a really big. Uh, Jason's mom is wearing red too. Yeah. We didn't mention that Jason's all dad's the, wearing red. All they're the all parents the, are wearing. Are kind of like yeah, they're fitting the color scheme, so that's cute. Um, Jason's mom's a pretty blonde woman. You know, looks probably a very uh, doting mother. I would guess. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, that's that's her. That's her baby boy. You know, this big. Jeez, 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 jeez. Those are some jeans. I'll tell you what, those are some jeans, man. I, I hope. Oh, are you talking about Jason's mom? I'm talking about like just those parents and the like, how they are and this this thoroughbred that they made. Jason, like, jeez, those are some high quality jeans. You know, like if you wanted to make, if you wanted to take steps towards creating the, uh, you know, the the tip top of humankind you you sh- this is like a basis yeah this is like whoo um he's arm wrestling trini's dad who's 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 beat him so again again 
uh, showing off each ranger's kind of like strengths yeah. and training his like technique because that is very 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 important in in arm wrestling you know grip and technique is more important than just raw strength which obviously Jason's dad has yeah um because <laughs> so Trini, Trini's dad like he doesn't beat him but he doesn't move you know yeah it's it's cool um we see Zach's parents who are dressed in purple um, look, like his, Zach's dad looks like I'm surprised because Zach's dad looks like a businessman or something. Zach's mom and dad are both wearing just some purple, some baggy purple clothes. Zach's mom's got the the shoulder pads out there where she's got yeah. the like long triangular shoulders, kind of zoot suitish. Yeah. Um, I just realized some Billy's daddy. Yeah, because he's raised by a single father. It seems because his mom's not there. You got the Charles Finster going on. Yeah, he's he's a, he's a Chucky. He's rocking the bow tie. He's got the circle glasses. He's got the tan suit with the blue bow tie. Yeah, it's actually really working. Blonde hair. He knows he knows his look. Yeah, he knows his look. He knows his brand. Um, we see Kimberly's mom, and we presume her dad. Uh, we you immediately like, oh, that has to be Kimberly's parents because mom is dressed like uh, power sink. Yeah, and and like power shoulders and stuff. Like yeah. They 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 look like they they're uh, they do some expensive shopping, and the guy looks the guy looks like sleek um, c- kind of a uh, I don't know what, what kind uh, of, he's wearing I can't a think of he's a, wearing a baby pink uh, he's he's wearing a baby pink tie yeah, yeah and um, then we see. Um, Another man walk in that turns out that's Kimberly's dad. Yeah, and the man is actually just credited as Miss Hart's boyfriend. Miss Hart's boyfriend. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, Kim, uh, Trini comes up and says, you know, Ooh. hi to. Uh, Where's Kimberly? <laughs> yeah, and she asks where Kimberly. And some girl comes up, some, some extra they gave lines to. Says, oh, I think I saw Kimberly outside. Yeah. Uh, but we, what we learned from this is that they, uh, Kimberly's parents separated and, and her mom is now uh, seeing someone. Um, we go to a Trini going outside and we see Kimberly sitting amongst all these painted boxes yep. for Parents' Day. If it wasn't, if it wasn't like fluorescent tubing, uh, not electrical tubing. You remember the Ranger Day tubing, where it's just large tubing all over the place. And if it's not large tubing all over the place, it's it's painted boxes apparently, because this is super nineties. Um, Trini talks to Kimberly, and it's I appreciate this because I think just about every person, every close friend I had growing up, their parents were divorced. You know. Mm-hmm. And my parents eventually divorced. I think I only have like one friend from that time that her parents are still together. But um, this is, you know, I mean, this was a subject that was talked about um, in, regularly. In quite a, yeah, quite a few kids shows because it was more prevalent than before. Um, but I I like this. I like I like this because we don't really touch on any real life matters too often mm-hmm. for rangers it's usually stuff about you know be a good person you know follow rules eat well uh you know train be uh be, be uh healthy i think you already said that uh 
Not and your it, parents' divorce is not your fault. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. It's usually like you know, save the planet. But yeah, exactly that. And she's Kimberly's like thinks like her dad's not gonna even show up. You know, she just hates it. And her pre- dad has the most perfect fro. He's no, I just want to bring it up because I've always been resentful that I wasn't born with that hair. With the capability to have a. I I wish that my hair wasn't straight like a white man's. (laughs) And I wish that I had curly a curly fro like a person of Jewish descent. Yeah, yeah, I got you. And I've always felt like I should have been born Jewish because I want that hair so bad. Yeah, you're right. He does have um, a pretty nice mane on him. Yeah. She's afraid that her dad won't show up. And Trini's like, your dad's already here. You know? Yeah. And she gets real excited about that. She goes to go in. And um, Rita wants the Rangers out. Yeah, Rita's... Rita, Rita being petty. She They cut to her. They cut to Rita. And she's kind of like... Hey, what is the parents' day? And it's like, oh, parents are something that humans. Yeah, squat hold or bad, dear. squat bad. We were like explaining, like, yeah, that apparently that's like to them, parents are really cool. I, I guess from whatever world they are in Mighty Morphin, parents are just like you. You come, you come out of them, and then they're you know they're around for a bit, and then you eat them. They're I don't animals. Know. They're animals. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, they found eggs on the ground and just were like, yeah, we got to eat these eggs. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That is uh, That did set a precedent for how, how we operate. Yeah. Uh, in the, the the Rita group. Yeah, they had to explain to Rita what parents are because Rita, so, Rita was was spawned from some slime or something, you know. Like, Well, I mean, like, after 10,000 years, she's free. It's time to conquer Earth. I mean... She doesn't remember. 10,000 years is a long time. Like, she doesn't even know why she's angry at Zordon anymore. She just knows she is. That's, mm, yeah, yeah, you're making points. You're making points. Yeah. Um, so she wants to send down the Dremel monster. The Dremel monster. Yeah. And, and it he, took me a minute to figure... Well, it's a mole that has little... Drills. Uh, yeah, like he can dig through the ground, but he has little um, nozzles... Yeah, under his armpits that shoot out gas, and, and she says the, the gas will control, like whoever. The gas can do two things. It, we yeah we maybe the gas just made him susceptible to the spell. It, there's, the there's the some gas stuff here. can the gas can teleport you to Rita's to, house? To, yeah, they. I think they dropped Dark Dimension again, but it turns out just to be. No, I mean like it looks like Goldar's house. It's yeah. it's his family room. Maybe it's the second floor or something. Yeah, you know. not the playroom where he brings the Rangers all the time. Yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Not at, not his sweaty podcast room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but that's 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 her plan to basically get the uh, the the parents because um the putties are sent down to keep Trini and uh, Kimberly outside. And the boys. You know, the boys come out because of the commotion. You know? Yeah. So all the rangers are drawn outside in front of the youth center, and they're fighting the putties. You know, you know it's about, what, three minutes of work. You know, yeah. It's putties. While this, the Dremel monster is sent down, and it burrows to the ground. It's actually a pretty cool effect, because the tiling of the youth center is like, it's just one color, and then like a black, like, striping 
kind of like a in a square pattern or something yeah. like that. But the so that black part, they do a really cool uh prop like they do some really cool um, visual work, visual work, where they just have like a latex black stripe, you know, that mm-hmm. someone's pushing up from underneath to look like something's burrowing under the ground. You see, like the, like a like a mole bump, you know, coming through the ground. It's pretty cool. And it we shakes. did skip a little thing. Huh. We did skip Skull's parents. Oh yeah, yeah. We Skull. Ah, jeez. Bulk and Skull come in with. Well, um, Skull's just there videotaping everything. Yeah, Skull's there videotaping everything, and his parents are there, and they are the most bike. They look like they belong to. Um, they look like they went to a liberal arts college. Man. They look like they belong to a shares group in Mask. Yes, you know they look like they're one of those crew. One of those crew that, that roll around with Dozer and Sam Elliott and all that. Yeah, you know, you know like in you know. Which, which was actually a loving family group, I have to say. I have nothing against bikers. I grew up with, with, with some bikers. But um, it looks... Yeah, it kind of explains... Why It kind of lends is... to our theory. It doesn't actually dash our theory. It kind of lends to it that Skull is with its grandma, and his parents are kind of just out and about. Yeah. Like, doing... Rambling. I'm not going to say that they're bikers, because one of them was dressed in army fatigues... With a helmet on with a bunch of spikes on it. Yeah. But his mom kind of had like a French painterly vibe because she had a beret on and a black and white shirt. But she also had on like a denim vest with patches on it. That's like a militant kind of like a vibe. So like a punker. But I also feel like they were expressing themselves in a way so that like artistry was their life. Like they definitely spent a semester abroad in college and that just kind of shaped them. Maybe like, so maybe it's a mixture of the two where his dad's, you know, his, his dad's got a room, you know, and his mom wants to express herself and this place is too bourgeois. Yeah. Angel that. Grove. It's a great place to raise a child cause their education system. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, but it's not a place where they want to live. Yeah. Which is why in Samurai, there's no skull. It's only bulk. Because mm. skull, he got to go. I think he's got the same... He's got the bug. Yeah. Um, but bulk, speaking of bulk, bulk comes in, and he has his uh, mom and uh, dad. And his dad is a nerdy... He's a, he's a very skinny man. Yeah. He's got a horseshoe haircut. Yeah. It, and uh, what can I say? Uh, bulk's mom, the uh, same tree. Bulk's mom, and Bulk took after mom. Yeah. Corpulent. And the moment that they walk in, they get hit in the face with cake. Yep, she gets plastered. And she says, this is my good dress. Because, yeah, because Ernie is, um, one of Skull's parents, Ernie comes in with like four cups of whipped cream and a bowl of popcorn. No joke. This is what he's like balancing, and like I think his skull's mom bumps into him or something, and he nearly loses his balance. He does he, fall, but he I mean, keeps everything. He sits safe. down, yeah, but he accidentally like hits the side of the table and it makes the cake go fly. Yeah, and it, and it hits, um, hits bulks. It, it hits the Bulkmeyer family. Yeah, but mainly his mom. Yeah, like just about all of it gets on. Well, and and uh, Bulk's dad's like, oh, honey, this is the sweetest you've ever been. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. man, that's a man that hates his life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it really... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even catch that. Yeah, it's... any. Yeah. 
Oh, so, and at the end of the next episode where Bulk looks at his dad and he goes, what, your stomach sounds like it's empty. Yeah. It's like, oh, man. Yeah. This um, man hates everything. I think... He works so hard to get nothing. Um, yeah, uh, so Rangers are pulled outside by that fight. The Dremel monster comes in underground, shakes the whole building and fissures and stuff like that, and the the uh, gas is uh, is sprayed up into the air. And they're all transported to Goldar's basement. Yeah, we come to find out. Um, so Billy comes back in. What Billy? Wait, Billy was Billy wasn't in the fight with the putties. Yeah, Billy was late. Yeah, Billy was late, and he comes into. Um, where where the attack just happened on all the parents. And Rita's starting to show a, like, a real, like, tendency here. She's excited that Billy's alone. Yeah. So she sends the Dremel in again to gas Billy. Yeah, and when he, when the gas hits him, instead of sending him to this dimension... They decide they're going to get some power. Yeah, she casts a spell. And it has to be, my kayfabe reasoning is, under this gas, it makes, it like... It, something it, to the mind. It has to be because of the fight in the next episode where they get gassed except for the Pink Ranger and then they're controlled to attack the Pink Ranger. Yeah. There has to be something going on with it. But um, So she casts a spell where it controls Billy's mind like this little electrical kind of like thing flashes around his glasses and stuff. Electrical crown. And, and she says, go get the dragon dagger. Yeah. Go get the dragon dagger. Which, it's really funny because he goes... He gets a new teleportation animation. He gets the, actually the same teleportations that Tommy had when he was the evil Green Ranger. And he goes to the command center, immediately unplugs Alpha. Yeah, he says, you sorry excuse for a transistor radio. Yeah, talks a whole bunch of mess to Zordon yeah, about go, just being a floating head. windbag of a head. I don't know why these ones are sticking with me. He summons the Dragon Dagger by just putting his hands out in a cup. Yeah, he, he just, just like, holds his hands in a dagger-holding form. Yeah, and then the dagger appears to him. Not like it was gifted to Jason or anything like that. Yeah, not that... Yeah, I guess if you have a coin and you just do that in the power center, in the command center, you just yeah. you just get the dragon dagger. Whatever. There's some things in here, but... And yeah, then it's, it's Billy takes nice. off and goes to Goldar's house. Yeah. Um, the rangers are immediately transported there morphed yeah it's okay so this fight kicks off with we have goldar in there goldar oh he's like mvp in oh. in, in in this promo cut master right yeah there. um billy's kind of like in the corner subdued you know like he's zombified basically yeah. and 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 um uh goldar before Goldar can get the dagger from the Rangers show up, and so Goldar summons putties, and we get this Goldar house fight with uh, American suits, like a, like Ameri this American is, in suit fighting. This is one hundred percent the first time that we've had Rangers fight on footage shot in Los Angeles in their studio, um, morphed, morphed. Like we've had the Rangers fight unmorphed. We've had solo fights. Every fight that's been morphed has been Japanese footage until this moment, until this set of two episodes. Yeah. Um, the fight is dope. Like, I loved it. First off, 
the song fight is playing. Yeah, yeah. It, it's playing they, under what we're saying right now. Yeah, it's crazy. They, there's like, there's fog. There like there's it's Goldar's house, so there's a thick layer of fog underground, but it's being swooshed around as they're fighting. Um everyone's doing really cool moves. Goldar gets into it and Goldar is showing more than this is was, This is Pete Goldar. Yeah, I was saying like Griffizar never did stuff like this in, in Zia Ranger. This this is a range of mobility that we've never seen in the suit. You know, yeah. the suit actor. He's killing it. He's killing it. He's killing it. He's killing it. This looks so good. There's sweeping camera shots of, of this stuff going on. Every ranger is doing like cool stuff. Yeah. Like it's just awesome. And it ends with Goldar grabbing the dagger. Yes. And then he He, he just he, takes off. He well he, he says he says that um now now that basically I have all you know all the cards, you have to choose between your power coins or your parents because we have your parents locked away. You know, and they will they will be gone. They they won't last long. Mm-hmm. Um actually I think there's a moment I think Zordon first explained that's why the Ranger like Zordon explains We can't get them back. Yeah, can't get them back. Um so Goldar pulls out produces a, like a uh, an hourglass. Yeah. Produces an hourglass and shows them uh, this will be a reminder and like and and uh, flips it over, and now the, now the clock's ticking, and he takes off. It doesn't really make a whole lot of sense as far as the order of things are done because they already have the parents. It feels like they could have set this already, but he needed to get them. I guess he just wanted the dragon dagger. Well, because if he told them what he what his plan was, they could protect the dagger. Right, but like I'm just saying, like even without the dagger, couldn't his plan? go because they have no way of getting their parents back like yeah well, but they don't have anything strong enough to defeat the megazord the mega dragon zord they don't have anything they've eliminated the ultra zord from the equation at this point yeah mm, okay yeah by having hey, like one, i i understand yeah. like it's it's a big coup to have the dragon dagger which he has now and he's and he sets that up he's like your coins or your parents so they talk to zordon and zordon's like I can't make this decision for Well, me. this is actually before this. What we do is the Rangers have a discussion about, we need Billy. And they're like, yeah, but the spell. And they're like, well, I mean, he's out of the spell. We need him. Yeah. Yeah, it's a real weird kind of... It's an interaction where they're like, can we trust Billy now? Uh, that's what I thought it was going to. It was like, well, we need Billy. But they're just like, yeah, you're right. And Billy's like, okay. And he yeah. morphs. Yeah. And he morphs. And I, that was it. I really did th- think that there's going to be some like what Billy's susceptible. Let's see, what if he gets controlled again? I thought that was going to be a thing, but maybe that's a little too. Um, we've only we've only got a couple more minutes and an episode left. Yeah. But uh, they go and they fight more putties, and Goldar jams the dragon dagger down his gullet and summons the dragons. Yeah, yeah. He puts he puts that nozzle or whatever it's. The whatever it's called, he puts on the a mouthpiece. Flute. Yeah, he puts the mouthpiece like past his teeth. Yeah, like, past his teeth. Real it's far it's like when you're trying to teach a child how to play an instrument, and they're like, "I just put it in my mouth as far as it can go." That's that's <laughs> how I, that's how I used to drink from uh from like a like a Gatorade bottle. Ah, yeah, the whole the, yeah the whole thing just just the the top. Did you ever off. watch Parks and Rec? Yes, so it's I know kinda exactly like, what you're It's kind of like when they're, yeah. they're saying people from Pawnee how they drink from water fountains. <laughs> yeah, oh, dude. They have to, like, think, 
uh, think of a new design so they would stop doing that. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> wonderful. Yeah, Goldar is shoving the whole the whole mouthpiece into his mouth. Here. Goldar is shoving the whole mouthpiece into his mouth, and he summons the dragon sword. And the yeah. dragon sword just wrecking crap now. Yeah. And um, the rangers. Um, they just go to fight Goldar. Yeah, we get some. We get some uh, reused footage here. Yeah, this is like original Dragon Zord destroying the city when yeah. he first got the dragon. Dagger. As I was saying, like it's one of those situations where this is too much footage for. We have this is too much making one episode, but not enough making two episodes. So there's a little bit of padding here with some stuff we've seen bunches of times. We call the Megazord from the first episode footage. Yeah, and. Um, it's got the full, like, Tyrannosaurus, and then the Tyrannosaurus raises. Yeah, Saber we get tiger. the individual drawn-out, like, first-time yeah. kind of thing. Just, we get the first connection. Just a, just a pad for time. The first Megazord build, where it's not fast at all, where we see everything connecting yeah. slowly, yeah. all of that. Everything going up. Megazord sequence has been initiated. All of that. Yeah, and how do they get... They fight the Dragonzord for a little bit, and then... They just go, okay, and they jump out. Yeah, it was really just exactly that. It was just like a scene missing or something because they just jump out. Goldar summons Maybe a... it's because they run out of time or something? I don't well, know what the... I think that they felt like they stopped the Dragon Zord enough. They saved enough of the city. They did like enough damage control or something? Yeah. Um, uh, Goldar summons the spectral image of the hourglass running out, and he goes, Your time is up, Rangers! You need to pick your power coins or your parents! Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's they, what Zordon says. Like, that's Zordon. He says, Only you can make this decision. Yeah. Which is... True. Um, yeah. I mean, I was saying, Brian Cranston Zordon would have been like, Well, your parents are dead. Like, that's it. You can't. There's nothing more important than the power. Don't yeah. give it up. Yeah. But Zordon says, well, it, it is your parents, and, you know, I can't make that des make that decision for you. Yeah. And the rangers decide that they have to give up their power coins. One by one, they give up their power. Goldar is not relenting on how they've failed, and he goes, I'll take over the world now, and nothing gets done. And he's like, okay, you got to return our parents. And Goldar goes, why? I have all of the cards. I'm going to destroy the world anyway. You're not getting your parents yeah, they back. Each, they, each hand, hand, they each hand over their coins, and they each, like, say something. You know, they each have their bit. Um, I do like when, they're, when they hand over the coins and they put them organized in that box, um, they... They're talking a little bit, and Jason still has his morph voice. I like the like yeah, he's, he's still, still in the, he's still like you can't do this, Goldar. Yeah, he's still got the adrenaline going, so even he doesn't have the helmet on. Like you only hear that voice of Jason's when he's a Tyrannosaurus, and then throughout the time he has a suit on. But no, he like he's he's talking in in the, in his suit voice, yeah, his big boy voice. Yeah. And after Goldar has made his like whole spiel on how he's still going to destroy everything. Zordon takes the rangers back to the command center and we get the silhouette of these black pants and boots walking up to the youth center. And mm -hmm. 
walking in, and then it slowly pans up, and it shows Tommy. And what we hey, hear... He's like, wait, what's going on here? What's going on here? And then cuts in just lyrics from the next song. It goes, go, go, Green Ranger. It Episode's is, over. It, it really does. Like, it is just masterful. I'll say that. Masterful. We come right into the next episode, which airs the next day. Same director, everything, because mm-hmm. it's a two-parter. Picks up right again. Um, although it does feel like there's something missing because they're in the command center and they're like, why would why would the coin help if he doesn't have his power? So like the Rangers are already talking about bringing in but Tommy. Zordon has given a feed to the Rangers so he can watch them walk around zombified in Goldar's upstairs. Yeah, yeah, he's showing the yeah, yeah. Goldar, yeah, upstairs. Goldar's basement. Yeah, Goldar's basement or Goldar's. I don't know. Rumpus room. Rumpus. <laughs> Goldar's rumpus room. Rumpus room. Yeah, Goldar's rumpus room is the parents are walking in a circle. Yeah, uh, Ernie's there too. <laughs> Bulk and Skull are there Bulk as well. Skull are there too. So is the blonde girl that had a line. So, the Rangers are holding the dragon coin and they're talking about Tommy's powers. They've got the feed to the family. And they say, oh, we don't even know where Tommy is. Uh, how is he going to do anything if he doesn't have his powers? And Zordon's like, don't worry about it. I got something. Yeah. And <laughs> Alpha, locate Tommy now. Yeah, and Tommy happens to be at the youth center. Because uh, that's where you are when you need to be found. I guess so, where the abduction happened. And he gets brought to uh, the command center. Yeah, and he's he's um, he says I'll do anything to help, but how? Yeah, like how? Because I'm not a ranger anymore. And Zordon says he's going to give him. He's going to like use his power to temporarily restore his powers, restore his power coin. Yeah, so he can morph again. And so we have this kind of goofy looking sequence where he's he's like he has it clenched in his hands and he has his eyes closed and the electricity from Goldar's tube is is flying into his coin. Yeah, and, and Zordon, like, looks down, and he's, like, focusing a little bit. Yeah, and, and all the like, rangers are Zordon, watching. Zordon, this is too much. Yeah, yeah, Billy comes up and says, uh, be, you know, you be careful, Zordon, because it, it could it could, it could wipe him out of our dimension. And Zordon kind of shows a little Brian Cranston-ishness here, and he's like, we have to do this, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but as, you know, as you know, it's successful. Yeah, they create a new Green Ranger, and to show that it's a new Green Ranger, he's got a really terrible shield. Yeah, we did. You know what? We as much as we gripe about it out just in our day to day. You know, I don't know every... how many times we've. T- I don't know if we've ever went to, into full disclosure of why of of that shield and how much it just sucks. Like every day, at some point in the day, I stop and think about that shield. You and compare go, you, yeah, and like. When I'm with you, you compare something terrible to that shield. Yeah. Because that shield is just a vinyl, like, plushy piece of crap. Is it vinyl? Is it vinyl? I feel like they went into a fabric store, and they're like, yeah, it's shiny, get it. And they they didn't watch, like, Saban never watched any of the Japanese footage. He didn't go, oh, we could go get some, um, we can go get some foam. Yeah. We could just wrap it in a nice matte gold, like, and make it look like the other show. And he's like, no, just go get some plush stuff. It looks, it looks like the shield the Build-A-Bear Green Ranger would have. Yeah. Something you can cuddle with. Yes. Because this thing sucks. This, thing's like, I, this is the first time I really noticed the armbands are the exact same way. They're like yeah. the same material. 
and um, uh, it's it's just horrendous. It's horrible to look at. So he gets transported down to where Goldar is with that with the box, <laughs> with the box with the coins in it. And when he gets sent down, he oh god, I don't know who's the. He gets sent down with a white holster and a blade blaster. As yeah, well. and he's like. Loads kind of almost squatting, like looking back and forth in in sharp. Uh, like, am I really turns. a Power Ranger? In sharp uh. turns, like what's going on? What's going on? You know. But as he's doing it, he's like moving his shoulders in such a way that the the really crappy shield is being bended and yeah, and just 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 mm, just looking like a fart of a prop. You know, yeah. I just hate I just hate how it looks, and it's it's being. It's being shown off how crappy it looks in this. But uh, then Golar's there, and he's like... And he's got this, like, Greek podium with a box on it. Yeah, he's, he's got... Yeah, it's a little podium, little... Yeah, like you say, Greek podium that you would see in... Um, uh, that, like, Mount Socrates would be, you know... Yeah. Speaking and, and having something on it or whatever, but... um. Yeah, he has a box on there with the the dragon dagger, and it's just got the box. He's holding the dragon oh, dagger. Oh, excuse at this me, time. he has a dragon dagger, and he like walks up to the box and he puts the dragon dagger down. And he's like, "Don't worry, Green Ranger, I'll defeat you." <laughs> yeah, he's totally he's he's man, he's 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 in one of his he's in one of his moods where he is just hype. He's super hype about this. Um, dragon Zord is destroying the city. Yeah, so this these are the stakes. Get the parents back. Get the coins back. Yeah, Dragon Sword under control. Um, the putties come in because you know what? Do you, what else? And he starts fighting the putties. He starts fighting the putties. Goldar joins in, and he's getting worked over. Yeah, and Goldar does two really dope things. Yeah, the, um, the Green Ranger music is playing. By the way, yeah, go Green Ranger. It's playing right now. Yeah, it's it, crazy. It, go Green Ranger. Jeez, uh, Ron. Like I don't know how you just. I, I really... That's an incredible... In, all right. Here's the full... We got to... Watch watch, watch. initiated here because you actually, a couple days ago, you called me... At 11.35 at night. 11.35 at night with some information. And that is that Ron Wasserman... We knew that Ron Wasserman did the X-Men theme. Yeah, we found that out. Let me go over some more of his hits. All right. Yeah, we'll bring up the... Let's the, let's talk about Inspector Gadget. Yeah, he did Inspector Gadget. He did. Which is, one, as I told Dan, one of the most sampled uh, cartoon themes there's ever been. And then, what does he hit us with? The, this is what Dan explicitly called me for, which is, he did the Dragon Ball Z American opening theme, which is... Rock the Dragon. I, I guess I shouldn't say American opening. It, maybe it's just European. In, it's in, it's like, the Canadian dub opening. Okay, Canadian dub opening. He does Rock the Dragon. Rock the Dragon. I, 11.35, Dan calls me with this. I am screaming in my kitchen over it. Rock the Dragon. I would not have cared about Dragon Ball Z if it wasn't for Rock the Dragon. Because my first episode of Dragon Ball Z was Raditz with the Farmer. And... Hmm. Honestly, not like, you know, not super exciting for me. Just because there's a bunch of characters. I don't know who they are. You know, I don't know the significance of anything. Not super captivating. But Rock the Dragon promises me so much. Yeah. That intro promised me so much. And that music just 
has me going. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm watching the show for the rest of my life now. Rock, Rock the Dragon, how do you do that? How do you do the X-Men theme, Rock the Dragon, and the Power Rangers theme? My more Power and Go Green Ranger, yeah, just like, and <laughs> Combat, and the Space theme, the, uh, and the, the Zeno, White Ranger theme, Go White Ranger. Uh, like it's uh, it's an incredible insight. That alone is one hell of a pedigree, one hell of a um, resume, what have you. One uh, one hell of a just a catalog. But he does also does X Men theme, he also does Rock the Dragon. These are three of the hypest. The hypest kid show themes of their day and of to today, you know, they, they um, an insurmountable legacy with those with those with those themes. Yeah, it's an insane. It's incredible. That's I. That's like a. He did the SPD theme too. You love the SPD theme. I adore the SPD theme. The SPD theme is so good. Um, it's. I don't know how to like it, it's that's it, that's a hell of a batting average, you know. Yeah. When you just step up to the plate and you just crack it and that and you just send that thing in orbit, which he apparently just does just casually. Yeah. He's like a he's like I don't know, he's like Prince of 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 kid show uh, music. Yeah. It's just wow. Um, yeah, Go Green Ranger is uh, playing, and it is hype as it can be. Goldar is working him all over. Goldar does two very hype things. Love it. Goldar does the splits yeah. to dodge one of uh, Tommy's attacks. Straight up does a split, which is impressive for who for the guy in that suit. That's insane. He also does this thing where he flattens out his hand. Yeah, he knocks. After he does the splits, he gets up and he knocks Tommy down. Mm-hmm. Flattens out his hand. And goes to crush Tommy's skull with yeah. the hand. Yeah, Tommy moves out of the way. And he just breaks the rock that was under Tommy's head. It, it is really, really cool. At this point, the Green Ranger starts losing power. And Jason's rage kicks in. Yeah. They're like, we can't do too much power. And Jason turns around and he goes, turn it up. Yeah, he does. And they turn it up. And Tommy gets a surge of power. Yeah, but uh, at the sacrifice of Zoron's, like, uh... Tether to our dimension is, yeah. is weakened further, but yeah, he gets powered up. It's actually fully severed. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And Tommy gets enough power to grab the dragon dagger and survive whatever like electrical force. Yeah, it there. shocks him, but he's able to get a dagger and get control of the dragon sword. Yeah. And at this point, Goldar is like, "Well, I've got bigger things to take care of." Scorpina and him get big and fight the dragon sword, and there are more putties to fight Tommy. While yeah. he's trying to control the dragon sword. Yeah, he's like, oh, what do you say? One more time, old friend, or something. Yeah. It's 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 everything. It's everything. You know, it's just cool. It is a it is an unforgettable uh, time for for a kid. You mm-hmm. know, like it it's 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 stuck with me to this day. Here here you are. It was just as hype for me as it was then. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, he fights. He uh, fights a combination of Scorpina and Goldar. The Dragon Sword does while uh, while Tommy uh, deals with putties. And this whole time, I'm talking about like, why did Goldar just leave the coins? The coins are just still there on that little podium. Yeah, why are why are the coins still there? Why haven't the other Rangers just teleported to yeah, get their coins? Yeah, uh, yeah, back? I know they're not. They can't morph, but you're still five uh, 
capable teenagers that have been trained and been doing this for a long time now. Like, you now, can fight. Tommy took damage picking up the dragon dagger to, to That's, get it. Yeah, there, therein lies the kayfabe reason, which is they seemingly can't touch the coins without taking whatever, significant whatever spell is on it or what have you. Yeah, it looks like it, it may be too much for non-morphed uh, rangers to take. Halfway, so, halfway through this fight. Yeah. Goldar goes, the power coins are unprotected. And we're like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so at least they acknowledge that. And they go to get the power coins. And, and it's, a, it's, it's a really cool kind of like desperate slow motion where Tommy is fighting his way through it. And he, and he just finally reaches yeah, the, the box. He grabs them. And then Zordon teleports him away. Cause, not Zordon. Alpha teleports yeah, him away. Yeah, Alpha teleports him away. Because... He's hit the end of the powers. Yeah. When he comes in, he comes in his Green Ranger, completely unmorphs, the box falls, the coins roll out. Yeah. Um, the, the scene ends, we go to the next scene, which is still in the command center, and he's on this little gurney on the side of yeah. the command center, and Kimberly is watching him, and she asks Alpha how he's doing. He's like, his vital signs are really low. Um, but he'll make it. Yeah, but Zordon, Zordon is not there. Yeah. So the rangers take their coins and through... Yeah, they go, well, like, he used his power to power up a coin, so why don't we use our powers to bring him back? Yeah. And that's exactly what they do. They In do this, this whole... really intense moment. Mastodon! Yeah, they, they do their call-outs, but no more. Yeah, they're just holding their coins in a circle, touching. Yeah. And, they uh, cross streams to, uh, <laughs> yeah. to bring back it Zordon. Brings, brings back Zordon. And, uh, but... Goldar is uh before we get oh. there they play this music yeah oh yeah yeah, they, yeah 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 when they bring back zordon and i was listening to it and it was really reminiscent music because and i think you're on i think you're on the money with this it's the same music that's played it's a like less orchestral version yeah there's of the music it, that's played in mighty morphin power rangers the movie yeah where it's used it's used as kind of like a it's used as like an underlying tone in a couple scenes, but two specific scenes it's used when they get the ninjetti powers. Yeah. And when they resurrect Zordon. It's the same, as you said, progression of notes. It really sounds like that. Check it out for yourselves. It I think this episode, um, check out this episode and also check out check out the movie. I think it's I think you're right. I think you're on the money. I wanna kinda Explore that one. Yeah, more. I want to explore that a bit. I want to look into this and uh, see what I can find online for that because it that's uh, that's really wild, man. Yeah, that's really really wild to think that that far back and to think that they thought that through. Yeah, because we know that up until the U two footage, Power Rangers has been a real fly by night situation where it's like, well, we bought two songs from this man, Ron Wasserman, and we're going to use them over and over again. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got this Vulcan skull theme, which we're going to play to death for the next 20 years. Yeah. Um, we've got, we got three suits. One we're going to use twice, and that's the squat suit. We got the Goldar suit, which we'll use a couple times. And we got the Pudgy Pig suit, which we'll use twice. Yep. Um, we also got a Jabberwocky's mask. (laughs) Also, they just kind of, things... We get lore, and we get things that are that that end up being callbacks later on and yeah. stuff. But this is 
showing a level of planning or maybe the, just a level of a uh, of a uh, it shows a level of care and love yeah from the filmmaker yeah for the movie whether it meant to work that way or that whether they meant meant that to be always kind of like the 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 uh, grid the the song of hope or power whatever have you you know the theme for it those yeah. those notes um it's for them to be in the movie is really is a really really cool easter egg that i you know that i've just discovered now because of this you know because i really do think that's the same theme and that's pretty cool yeah it's really cool i i like to think of that as like the power theme or the zordon theme i don't know so zordon's back and the nodding my head the dremel has now been released to fight yeah, okay, I want to talk about the Dremel real quick. Yeah. So I was like, what is that name? I thought it was like a drug or something. I was like, there's always there's always something to it. And then I realized uh, Dremel, like there's the, dr- I think it's called the Dremel, but Dremel is a, I know that's a brand of tool. Yeah, it's what you use. For yeah, yeah, there's a Dremel, like, yeah, you have a Dremel like drill. Yeah. I was like, oh, so it digs underground, okay. Because originally I thought like dr- Dremel was a play on some kind of drug. Mm-hmm. You know, since the whole gas the stuff. The drowsy mole or something. Yeah, like, like drowsy mole, yeah. To sleep. Maybe it is, like, maybe it's really clever. Maybe it's a combination of all those things. I don't know. Dremel doesn't talk. He's, Dremel he, just he gr- like gr- 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 nordles. Nordles. <laughs> yeah, nordles is a good way to put it. And he gets there, and the five rangers go to fight him. And immediately he releases his gas, and he takes control of red, yellow, blue, black. And mind controls them to attack the pink ranger. Yep. Um, they all do. We oh, we they get to, these like zombie voices where they're like, "Get pink ranger." Yeah, they all do. Uh, they all do a day in the booth where they put on like some comical kind of zombie voice. Yeah. But get the pink ranger. Yeah. But we leave this battle. We go back to the command center, and Tommy is flying. <laughs> yeah, is, Tommy is out, but then he's and, n- he's asleep, covered in green, green electricity, floating above his cot. Get some wire work of him being upright. Yeah, and then Alpha uses another Billy device to scan him. He's like he's he has a weird electrical field, which we can see. We know. Yeah, thanks, Alpha. And Zordon goes, it'll fade soon, and it fades. Yeah. Um. And we get some jargon. Well, not jargon. Well, we get some. Uh, con- when uh, he picked up the plot power convenience, coins, yeah, their power transferred into him and gave him whatever the power coins and whatever was on them, whatever energy what, that was booby trapping them, yeah, has restored Tommy's coin temporarily. Yes, so he has a big boost of power to, for for the meantime. So. They they let him know you like well you know you're back you can you want to go fight yeah and he and he joins joins the fight yeah and when he comes back since his powers have been restored with the power boost he has the cool shield again mm-hmm. and when that's he, that's the kayfabe yeah when he comes in to this thing he shows off this new power where like this red light burst comes off of his chest into the ground which releases the other rangers from their from their headspace, yeah. attacking the Pink Ranger. Exactly. And then we get, you know, a Six Ranger battle where Rita's like, nope, Six Rangers grow. They grow. 
And then some weird stuff happens. We get the Megazord and the Dragonzord fighting together. Yeah. And we... And then they make the you Mega Dragon Zord. You notice something. Yeah, they make the Mega Dragon So we're talking about the with the... Uh, what's Mastodon, that? Sabertooth Tiger, Triceratops, Dragon Zord. Yeah, with, with the drill staff. Yeah. yeah. That's the form we get. But then they go into... Ultra Zord. Ultra Zord, which bypasses that in the first place. That's which, never... Which means that they transformed from Megazord to make a Dragonzord, to go back to Megazord, to get the Dragonzord armor, to go into the Ultra Zord. Yeah, so there was a needless step. They wasted 35 minutes. <laughs> we assume is how long it takes to mobilize and transform and all that. Yeah. But yeah, they, they, they do an unnecessary step, and I don't know if that was a flub up by the team, like, or... I don't. I have no idea. Or they just wanted to remind you that your toy could do that. Maybe that that probably that's probably the most uh, simple and efficient explanation. Yeah, for that. Well, they go into the old Titanus shows up. I love it. <laughs> he just slams it, into a mountain. Yeah, knocks, he just knocks a mountain down. And it's just rock like, quarry. Titanus is here. <laughs> and like, and yeah, they uh, destroy this goofy looking mole. <laughs> yeah, they just rain fire upon him. Yeah, and then. They go, they go back to the command center. Ask Tommy if he wants to be a ranger full time again, even though his powers are going to be uh, fluctuating. And he's like, "I'm going to hang out with my friends." Yeah, yeah. He's done enough uh, woodland karate. Yeah, for now. His hair grew out a little longer. He's hair rocking the longer. signature Tommy ponytail. Yeah. And they go back to the youth center for Parents' Day because the parents have been released. Yep, After and apparently the... no me- recollection of anything, except for Bulk and Skull. Bulk and Skull, they have a little line here yeah. where they're like, this is weird. Yeah, yeah. They, they've noticed something is off here. Like, Well, that was for parents. Yeah. Maybe the magic was, like, set for adults. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, it's kind of like the ooze. I'm going to bring up the movie 30 times today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, it had parent controlling magic. So, not bu- Bulk and Skull controlling magic. Yeah, so everyone's with their parents, and bul- but Bulk and Skulls, they're like, this is weird. But then they get the idea how to make it more Bulk and Skullish. But the Rangers all do weird stuff with their parents. They're like, oh, I'm just so glad to see you. I'm glad you're my parents. You know, mom, you look real nice. Stuff like that. Everybody has a weird interaction with their parents. Yeah. The parents are all like, what are you doing, man? What are you doing? Like, you were just kidnapped. No, I wasn't. Yeah. You were kidnapped by that gold guy with the blue face. I don't know what you're talking about, kid. You a Power Ranger or something? Do you remember earlier in the episode, Jason yeah. had a line where they fight the putties outside the youth center, and Jason's like, man, I hope my parents didn't see that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're right. Yeah. And yeah. you were like, why would you care? Yeah, everyone's seen everyone fight a putty. Yeah, and you're a beefy boy. What if yeah. daddy came out and he just started clotheslining? That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I'm pretty sure... That dude's a beef house. Yeah. Oh, uh, what's... Uh, Scott? Jason Scott? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure Papa Scott... Papa Scott? Oh, whoa, whoa. That, this is uh, trickled into wrestling and everything. Big Papa Pump. The uh, see, I big, was thinking big that booty that's daddy. what you were going to call Papa Scott Zillner now. Oh, that's actually a good idea. The oh, daddy of the power. Right? Yeah, but, so, but I'm pretty sure Papa Scott, like, took out around 12 on his way in there, yeah, you know. He, he d- and he didn't even fight. He just put his arm out. Yeah, like, he just, like, it's <laughs> not a big deal. outside the truck like this. It's not embarrassing. <laughs> it's not leading at all to, to, to be fighting putties. It wouldn't make your parents think that. Maybe, like, the skill he put on, but 
you have your own karate school. They know you do that. Yeah. It's nothing there. It makes them would would be like incriminating. Oh, you fought putties. Billy fighting putties. Yeah, Billy fighting putties. Sure, Billy fighting putties. Um, perf- like in uh, uh, competently. Yeah, uh, that put up some red flags. Where you're like, wait a minute, how you do that? Yeah, how but, you do that, kid? Yeah, but how you do that? Jason, no, I could. <laughs> Zach, uh, no, no, like I could, I could. Jeez, you know he beats I, I up could, putties than trash cans freshman. Yeah, I could come outside and I could see Jason like bench pressing a tractor, and I wouldn't think anything of it. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah, he's part Superman. Hey, of course. Look, look at that boy. I, yeah, I, no duh. Yeah, of course he does that <laughs> just casually. Yeah, they have that weird moment, but then Bulk and Skull decide that they're going to. Yeah, so to break them out of the like, it's weird to weird to them, and they're like basically have a shared idea. Where the best thing to do right now is to have a pie fight, and they toss a pie that la- that uh, hits Papa Scott. No, it doesn't. No, it hits uh, Bulk's first pie. Hits Mister Skullovich. If it doesn't, and hit then Mr. Skullovich's daddy throws one that hits Papa Scott. Oh, Papa you're right. Scott God, throws one that hits Miss Appleby, and Miss Appleby. But I love like when Papa Scott got angry. Like Bulk and Skull got terrified. Yeah, because that's a yeah. Look at him. Yeah, that's that's because <laughs> look that, at him. That's a billboard wide man that you just got angry at. Yeah. We spent fifteen minutes talking about Papa Scott's oh, chest. Oh uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so he throws a fi- pie, uh, hits Miss Appleby, Miss Apple, and like everyone's it's a food. Principal fu- Kaplan comes up and he goes, "Why can't you stop this?" Yeah, and she goes, "Well, if you can't beat him, join him." She lifts his toupee, puts a pie on top of him, and Mister Kaplan, the way that he handles this is he grabs a big bowl of popcorn, opens his mouth up real wide, and just starts scooping popcorn and throwing it behind him. Just like, ha, 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 You wonder why you were in the red, Ernie? Like, yeah, this stuff just happens? And then just, Mama the, the, Bolt gets hit with another pie, everybody starts running away. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it, yeah, it, that's where, when you said they all had their interaction with parents, that's where... Uh, he says, like, Dad, you look a little skinny, you know, like... Yeah. And he looks like... He hates his life. Yeah, he looks like the most depressed man on earth. For yeah. A, li- living with a with a grim visage of a smile, just trying to keep it together. <laughs> the um, only smile... Is, I can't say it on the podcast. <laughs> the, Rangers, <laughs> the Rangers sneak out, and they kind of, like, all stay in the hallway, but again, as six, and... Yeah, it's like... They go, I can't believe this is happening. And Zach says, you know what? They say, they always say, you're only as old as you feel. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's right. That's and what then, we close on. And then we get that bum, 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 well, I'm talking on the Wasser, on the Wasser Watch spectrum. We get combat and we get Go Green Ranger. But ultimately, we get some of the best fight scenes we've seen. Well, we get the best Goldar action we've seen. So, we've been doing power playthrough for weeks now. Mm-hmm. Months, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, watching the show, these like first episodes, like honestly leading up to Zoo 2, a lot of it was, I don't remember this. I don't remember why I was so into it. Maybe it was just my dumb child brain. Yeah. And these episodes that have come out since Zoo 2 started, everything after Pudgy Pig, 
like has been like increasing importance. Yeah. Little by little, and it's yeah. all been like getting better and better. And it's because they're spending more money on the show. They're spend. They know that they've been picked up for a second season. They know that they can go as long as they want, which they do go yeah. as long as they want because it's still going. Yep. Uh, the, they know what the show is worth now, so they know what they can invest. And now the studio, it's not yeah. coming out of Saban's pocket. It's now coming out of Fox's pocket. Yeah, this stuff is, is it is, the snowball is rolling here. Because it, at this it's point. It's picking up traction. The Universal Studios thing has happened. Yeah. Because, like, we've got the Green Ranger back, we've got the crappy shield, everything. Yeah. The the Universal Studios thing has happened. They closed down Los Angeles at this point. They know that, that Yeah, they that have was us. their first, that was like the first public oh. appearance, right? Yeah. And we've covered it in episodes past. Yeah. But at this point, the, like, not to pull another podcast, but Fox has written them a blank check and <laughs> said, <Gotcha. laughs> spend what you want. Yeah. Well, go, go check out that, uh, the blank check podcast. It's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they have handed them that. Um, and it is, it is becoming, it's, it's, it's 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 stepping into the TMNT territory. Here. Yeah, we are getting buck wild. They like you said, they know the value of the show now. A lot of a lot of money is going into the production of the show. This is now being protect being presented as such, which is going to become even more so apparent once season two starts. Because like, do does it start? Does it start in such a way? But these episodes here, the quality of the fights. The music we're getting, even like I, I like the acting a bit more. Like yeah, it's this like it, I said earlier that it seems like Jason took some acting lessons. Yeah, Austin. Yeah, it looks like Austin. He was he's killing it with some lines. Like he, good delivery with all of them. Yeah, all of them are doing really great job. It's earlier episodes you see some kind of goofball stuff and goofball delivery, but uh, this stuff is 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 it's just you can just tell it's just everything feels better yeah it's been a whirlwind of a ride and i don't know if you can tell listening if you've been continuing to listen to our podcast but we're trying to follow the kayfabe of the show yeah and we are going to increase our production value as they increase theirs because it's only fair <laughs> it's only fair yeah we we owe uh we owe the product that much and we owe Anybody that listens to us that much. Yeah. So just wait till we get to space. It's gonna be insane. Yeah. <laughs> I, I yeah, you're gonna You ooh. gonna get it. You're gonna yeah, exactly. Um Yeah. I'm it, not gonna make any promises for that, but oh, what oh man. Uh, there's so oh space it mm. We got years. We got years. Yeah. yeah <laughs> like, I'm sorry. You said space, and I'm just kind of just... Every time. I can't say... I got to learn to watch my mouth. Uh, <laughs> the... Like, the show's just getting better. They know the value. And uh, Freddie and I had a fun discussion last night as we went to a concert where I can't have fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. In my mind, I have to think about the financial ramifications of everything. Like, 
We went to a concert. Tickets yeah. to the concert were thirty dollars. How much of the venue gets that cut? How much of this gets a cut? Yeah, you're is- basically you're trying to decide. You're trying to figure out: uh, is this worth it for this band to be playing? You know, like you know, th- f- they're on a tour, so four to five nights a week. Yeah, you know, like how much money are they making a week? Does this does this pan out? Yeah, and like they've spent no money on Power Rangers. And now they're going to spend money on Power Rangers. And they're going to make the same amount of money. How is it financially valuable to raise the value of the show? Yeah. But as they raise the value of the show, more people are watching it and they make cheaper toys. And... Uh, the Like, yeah. The, they, with, that's the interesting thing on the, on the toy stuff because we do start getting... We do start getting some uh, shovelware of toys. Yeah. We start getting some stuff like, you know, I remember getting a... I think I talked about it, but like a little clay set where you make, like it has a little... Uh, well, they had that Power Rangers Creepy Crawler set, too. Yeah, it wasn't that. I wasn't no, you know, I wasn't no baller kid. I had this little one where it's just like you came with clay and a little mold that you close them in, and then you freeze them, and then you paint them. Yeah, and this is where you There's get a, like a shovel and pail set that had Power Ranger stickers on it. Yeah, this like the, the merch is starting to come real hard. Yeah. And we, we're, we're not even in shark cycle territory, you know? Well, we get the cycles this one. We get the Next up, season is unicorn cycles, and then third season, shark cycles. I remember, but shark cycles, that was... I say shark cycle because I have that time stamped as, like, the time where there was just everything Power Rangers. Everything was Power Rangers. Yeah. Like, you can get anything with Power Rangers on it. Yeah. But um, this show, they said Snowball, Snowball is, is, is a rolling and it's picking up traction real fast. And this thing is going to go off the, uh, not off the rails, because that's a bad thing. Well, I mean, this is, it, this show it, is going to get on, this show is getting on a track where it knows the destination every episode. And it's just laying down money in its wake. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Haim uh, Saban, in later press releases, will say that at the beginning of season two, he was printing his own money. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And, yeah. That, yeah. Yeah, that ain't no fallacy. Yeah. He 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 mean that. This, he, he right. <laughs> this man printed money with this show. Mm-hmm. And he continued to print money with this show until he sold it for a ton of money, then bought it back for less money. Yeah. Didn't print as much money. And then sold it for more money than he could ever yeah. dream of getting it. Yeah, Savant. Oh, that's a wait till he gets it back. Yeah, who knows what his next his next uh, circus routine is going to be? Because that man is crazy. That man is crazy with his fi- financials. <laughs> so, if you sat through this long, we love you. Mm-hmm. But Genuinely. thank you so much for listening to our show, this dirty Power Rangers show that we put on. <laughs> Um, oh, it's so it's so greasy. It's we bring episodes gotta, to you twice a week. It's a it's a bulk witch. It's definitely a bulk witch of a podcast. Yeah, that's the name of this episode too. Yeah. Um, you can catch us on your favorite podcatcher. There's a lot of them. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But we would we would love it if you went on iTunes and you gave us a rating, preferably five stars. Maybe a little review. Little yeah, reviews little is, review. is always nice. Those those help a lot. Yeah, they do help a lot. And we'll. It could just be you. Just just rattle off your favorite joke, or rattle off what you thought wasn't it funny at all. Either way, 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, you can catch us twice a week on your favorite podcatcher. You can catch us on that. We want to thank Rainer for uh, our theme song. Mm-hmm. Excellent can, theme song. You can find them on your favorite streaming service because, as we found out, people don't buy albums anymore. Yeah, they they don't. But yeah. those uh, those hits, those hits and those concert goes are very important. So if you can check out their music online, and if you want to support them, you can go to Rainer at Bandcamp Thank you so much for listening. And may the power protect you. Just, just whatever, Freddy. Do whatever you want.